Max RPG Podcast. I'm in Max, 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 Pursuing the RPG hobby with reckless abandon. In this episode of Happy Checks RPG Podcast, Andrew from Chicago, who's texting me? A- Andrew from Chicago writes in about PC death. Axel asks about dealing with rules resistant players. Mm. Luke from what? What, what are you pointing at? Why haven't even started yet? What are you? Wow, that was a that was a very accusatory finger he gave. That you. was uh-huh. like microaggression. <laughs> yeah, that's because that's the only aggression I can have. <laughs> I'm tiny. I think that was digital aggression. <laughs> get, get the, yeah. um, Luke from Kentuckyana is a longtime listener, first time emailer. Yeah, and right. about to be a first-time GM. All right. Perfecto. We, we received a couple emails about Roll20, some, well, actuallys, which we will read. Jordan mm-hmm. writes in about picking up a dormant game. Kurt from Fresno writes in about, with a GMing tip. And Toby in Atlanta from the RPG Logic podcast asked about running games for random people. So, I have, I have a quick question. Yes. RPG Logic. Oxymoron? What'd you call me? Yes. I went to Whittier. That's right. I know you're a poet. You know. You're a poet. How do you know that? Because I grew up over the hill. That's so weird. So uh, go look up my oh sorry go look up my alma mater. Yeah, they're the poets. Really? Strikes yeah. fear into hearts of all athletes but, everywhere. But, but he's got a flamboyant hat yeah, and a big so. pen. Is that their chess team? Yeah, no, it's their actual mascot. It's the poets. Because John so, Greenleaf Whittier was, like a, a, was a, like a guy with a big ruff, yeah, with a scroll running around. There you go, there you go, there you go. That's hysterical. I, I can't make this shit up. No, <laughs> we're not the banana slugs, which is actually kind of cool. At UC Santa Cruz. Yeah, right. Or the was it? What's the zot in uh, UCI? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, the, the anteater. Anteater. Yeah. Nope. Poet. John Greenleaf Whittier, Quaker poet. Okay. Yeah, Quaker Street. Oh, his middle name was Greenleaf? Is that where Greenleaf Street comes mm-hmm. yeah. from? Yeah. Or Greenleaf Avenue? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. In fact, I most of the stuff around there is named after his stuff in his phone. Friday, he had, a, he had a pet squirrel named Friday. He had a pet squirrel named Friday? Just go yeah. silent on the damn phone. You know, it's not my... I don't even know if it's my phone. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's not mine. It's not mine. Because I wouldn't... I know well, who would bring your phone in? Silent. I'll put, put it on silent. Cast. Who does it, that? I bet it doesn't work. We had, we had an update for the iOS... Uh, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. That's happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter, happyjacksrpg, all one word. We're also on the Instagrams, happyjacksrpg, all one word. You can also find us on Facebook and most other places, but you know, check that many of them besides those two. Um, although with Facebook some. Have you gotten a ham radio yet? I have a ham radio, but I don't have a license. Okay, all right. Because you know what? You have to know some math for the license, and I don't math very well. Right? I'm with you. I'm with you on that, brother. But Stu was an Eagle Scout and actually does Morse code, so you could actually do Morse code. Uh, Not really. Not anymore. Not anymore. Really? No. No. I was never very very good at Morse code. At one time, I could read semaphore if it wasn't too fast. Mm. And I I knew the whole alphabet and all the numbers and everything. Yeah. But... Morse code. So when the zombie apocalypse happens, we're just going to have to text you. Well, he's won't no, answer just, that either. I'll just talk. <laughs> I'll just say, "Hi, I'm on a ham. I'm on this old ham." I realize radio. I don't have a license, but since the government's gone, I'm guessing that doesn't matter now. <laughs> <laughs> That's there, a very good point. Are there regulatory agencies during the zombie apocalypse? 
Uh, no, but I'm sh- I will bet you anything there'd be a couple of hams out there who'd go, you know, you're not supposed to be on this channel and in this frequency unless you have a license, young man. <laughs> I'll bet you anything you would still get uh, shit Actually, from I think uh, this is this channel is reserved for uh, register people only. Right. But, uh, yeah, if anyone's uh. out there a ham and has any, like, pointers on how to remember... The math between the volts and things. I would love to have a pointer, some pointers you, on that. Speaking of ham radio, did you ever see the movie Frequency with uh, Dennis? Quaid? It's actually, I think it's a series now. Really? I think so. Is that the what should call it? Uh, who did it? It's uh, I don't remember who did it, but basically, like he's in the '60s and somehow with the aurora borealis, he can communicate with his, his son. dad or son. Okay, yeah, yeah, with yeah. his son. It's super cheesy and not very good, but for some reason, Makes you I, like I will I, kind of, but I will stop. On cable every time, every time. Oh, like, that's like that's like when I watch um, a Blades of Glory. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not <laughs> going to judge. I, I love Blades yeah. of Glory. You would. I, one of my favorite Twilight. One of my favorite Twilight Zones is is the, when they get phone calls, right? And it's, oh yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and it turns out the the what the phone watchers that fall in the grave. Spoilers. That's right. Awesome. That's a good. Awesome one. one. Similar story. All right, live stream. If you'd like to uh, watch us live, we do this show on... I'm still a little roomy. Move it up a little bit. If you'd like to watch us live... <laughs> That's just your cleavage. What's the, it's that expansive real estate you got there. You're, you're, like, you're like an entire duvet. I know. <laughs> When's your boudoir session? the calendar. Happy Jack's boudoir calendar. <laughs> I'm in. Bingo! I'm in. Uh, yes. We'll all hold a dice over our part so it doesn't show. Because it does have to be. Yeah, mine's a D4. <laughs> I just need a D4. I'm good. Uh, I'm going to need more than that because mine isn't going to work. <laughs> it's all ones, though. It's all ones. <laughs> we don't need to worry about droopy balls. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that would be considered pornographic yeah. anymore. It's like 20s. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, they let old men wear shorts. And nobody... <laughs> what was that? It was the, the nut bra. It's still... <laughs> oh, yeah. Still oh, the, yeah. Still the, okay. I sat on my balls. For those of you out there that were born before the 80s, I mean, this thing came out, I don't know, probably 15 years ago. It is one of the funniest memes ever. It's the nut bra. It's, an, it's a false advertising for this fake product. Oh, still makes me laugh. When he goes out to get the paper, classic. Classic. The nut bra. Check it out. I sat on my balls. Yep. <laughs> if you'd like to watch the show live, you can watch us. Go to Happy Jack's RPG slash live, uh, and that will teach t- uh, take you to the Twitch page and to the YouTube live page, if you prefer that. Uh, and we do this on Friday nights, 8 p.m. Pacific time. And we almost started on time, except OBS did something. Yeah, we had... We had One day, you're going to be a PC, not a Mac. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's threatening Apple. Yeah. So Justin Long's going to come in? or No, oh, the other guy, the little nerdy guy. Yes. So you're PC? already here. Oh! Well played, sir. All right, and Thanks. I mean... Thanks I, for that opening. I'm now logged into the chat room, so... If you were uh, in the chat room... Speaking of little nerdy yeah, guys... Me too. I, I, I'd like to say that, that, uh, that my friend Rob here got me these for Christmas... Can you, can you see these? Now, for those of you out there that are too young and don't know who Don Martin is, please do yourself a favor and go check out Don Martin. In fact, uh, I was telling Rob, there's a Don Martin Dictionary online. What is it? DonMartinDictionary.com? DonMartinDictionary.org? Don Martin was a, uh, a cartoonist for Mad Magazine. Now, a magazine is a papery thing full of words and cartoons that they don't actually print anymore. Um... He was a big inspiration on me, both for style and, I think, just substance. 
and one of the funniest guys ever, and he was great at oh. onomatopoeia. Yes. He would, yeah. he would spell out uh, sound effects. Now, for example, I'm just randomly going to go through this. Uh, the sound of, I don't know, let's see here, Where's, where is one? Uh, of a... Uh, yeah, well, this book doesn't have any. But anyway, <laughs> check them out. Like, sounds like blort. B-L-O-R-T. You know exactly what it sounds like. You know exactly what it what it means, and that's spinach falling on somebody's head. Of Cream course, spinach. right, yeah. right. And uh, the sound of a bottle ricocheting off your head is doont, doont. Yeah. D-dunt. Only if you're dumb, though. Right. If you're intelligent, it makes a completely different sound. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the sound of uh, a cork coming out of a bottle is poot. <laughs> that's right. It's also I had a bean and cheese burrito before right. I came over, so I you also hear some poot. Poot. <laughs> Maybe. With an R. Anyway, it's very, very funny stuff. So it, it just takes me down memory lane. It's very cool. Don Martin. That other, that other microphone's on. Hold on. What other microphone? The one you just set the, the one I just on. set the thing down on? <clears throat> and then what about the ones at the end of the table? I just turned them all off. Okay. There yeah, we now go. it sounds less By the way, on, yeah, it's on, funny that. on stream, this yeah. looks massively depressing because there's just giant empty space. Like all uh, well, over you know what? I'm not moving. I'm not screwing around with it anymore. <laughs> I got all the names changed. And that we need... Also, because this camera is like the stew cam, we have to be careful about putting things here because I saw like hands coming yeah, out. Whatever. Like yeah, Stu's whatever. like trying to GM and the hands would come in. Two words. Naming conventions. That's what we need. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, so yeah, live uh, 8 p.m. Pacific Friday nights. Hey, Stu. Yes. Who played this week? I uh, didn't play anything. Uh, I made a character. Made a character on Tuesday... Monday? Monday? Monday. 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 Uh, Sunday? Monday. Okay. It was on Monday. For Savage Worlds Rifts. Dave is running a Savage Worlds Rifts game. Uh, and we had a character generation session, which you could have watched on Monday at 8 p.m. Okay, wait a minute. To, yeah. How, how did this happen? I, I have no... All right, first of all, kind of lying a little bit. I, I actually had no idea this was going on. First of all, Rifts? And how did Savage Worlds get this? And, and have we talked uh, about this yet? The, the, the existence of the game? Well, no. No. I, I don't think we have. And have we talked about the fact that Rifts is now a license with Savage Worlds? And have we talked about who what Rifts is? Well, we've talked about Rifts. We talked about Rifts and Palladium before. Oh, yeah. We talked about Savage Worlds a lot. It's amazing. But they had a Kickstarter, and it's finally Six all now ago. getting shipped. Yes. Um, and they they had there's a uh, uh, more than one book. I don't know everything, but the um, because I only have the player's guide. Wow. Which basically has all this character gen stuff. You As need a player, Stu, since you're only a player, haha, yeah. that's all you'll need. I, I'm more than just a player. I'm the player of a Glitter Boy. Oh, did you choose Glitter Boy? Yes, I did. I haven't actually gone all the way through I, the character gen. I am... I looked at the stats for it, and I'm like, that has a deceptively... effeminate name. Mm-hmm. But it's not. <laughs> well, or I'm, um, or is. I mean, you're just. A, well, no, no. But the name sounds. Your little guy the with a very sound, big gun. The name sounds like some sort of male stripper. Your little the guy term, with a very big gun. Because if you Google Glitter Boy, I know you get both. Yeah, you get guys you get in power armor. Yes, and you get guys in strip clubs wearing glitter. No, no, no. <laughs> have you seen? Have you? You haven't seen the the image of the the glitter unicorn. Oh, please don't do that. Oh, Stu. Yeah. Stu, yeah, Stu yeah. may have to yeah. change the that's, guy. Oh, yeah. That's the Glitter Boy. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and and personally, I think they're one and the same. They could be. Because during that whole conversation as part of the the character gen thing, 
Stu went and said, okay, should I be a juicer or a glitter boy? Let me open it up to the chat. And the chat was split for a long time. But once again, yes. proof democracy does not work. <laughs> um, juicer got overridden. So um, That's the obvious choice for Stu. That's no, that'd be dude, easy. A juicer would have been so much more interesting because he will be looking for ways to go out in a blaze of glory. Right. Like, I know. like yeah, he would be looking for ways to die and die amazingly. That's and I, I think that would be, that would have been fascinating to listen to. Now I want to see Stu play Glitter Boy because he's got this really big gun and the, here's the problem: it's all going to be like dungeon crawls. <laughs> I get out of my armor. <laughs> no, my, my character's from Quebec, so I will speak Quebec with a French accent. <laughs> And um, and he's like a he's like a someone who has a lust for life. So he, he's my intention is to spend as little time in the armor as possible. Oh, interesting! I'm, I'm there. I'm there to enjoy the culture and meet the people and love the women. <laughs> Very funny. But when push comes to shove, I will run as fast as I can <laughs> and jump in the armor and and hurt with like Fallout. Yeah. You play Fallout, right? I got oh, the yeah. one mech in Fallout 4. I, I only played it for about an hour. Really? You yeah. Already, yeah. Yeah. So you just got into well, out of the first city. I don't open drawers and look at stuff in games. You know that. You have to in Fallout. Well, everything. You well, have no, to open everything. N- not, well, I don't. Oh. But I did get the armor. Yeah. I ran out yeah. of batteries really fast. I know. And that's I the problem with find the armor. Any If yeah. you looked in the drawers, you'd find the batteries. Yes. No, maybe I would have found... I don't think I would have found a battery, but I might have been able to find a hairpin, yes. which would have been really nice to have. But I'm not going to go back to the city and go through every drawer looking no, for No, the hairpins... Hair you can find hairpins everywhere. <clears throat> I never found kill, one. Kill enough things, you'll find hairpins. I don't find anything. Poor Stu. Anyway. Yeah. And so who, else I, is, who else is playing this, this weird Rifts game? Bill, Bill Amazing. is playing a crazy... Yes. Oh, okay. Where he's going to take uh, chat room suggestions right. to play his character. Well, right. that's, about okay, the, so that's the voices in his head. Yes. It's going to be the chat room. Yeah. And okay. he said he said there's not voices in his head. There's tiny little microscopic people that yeah. tend to run around within his head. Body he's got thetans. nanobots. Yeah. Body yeah. thetans. And the, the chat room is going to be the voices in his head. That's, uh, yeah. Okay. And who else is playing? Uh, Sam. Samantha is playing a dragon. Dragon hatchling. Perfect. So, so the thing with the dragon hatchlings is... They don't choose all Excuse of Excuse me. Actually, red dragon hatchlings, right? Well, if it's Sam, it is a red dragon. Yeah. <laughs> um, Without a soul, it turns out. Yeah, because they don't get a soul until they're seasoned. Um, the, uh, the, uh, the dragon hatchling... Well played. The dragon hatchling... Um, they don't take their hindrances for the first three, mat- the first three sessions. So, so when, when Stu and everybody, good job, when Stu and everybody were ch- choosing everything, Sam was just kind of like, I can't choose anything yet. So it's as they play, then the dragon hatchling gets this imprint of life, and then they take their hindrances. And so, so that, to me, is a fascinating... Is that different from the original riffs? Uh, yeah, because the original riffs, dragons were just badass and munchkin and that's why Dave played one. That's right. I said it. You said Dave's a munchkin. Oh yeah. Oh well, everyone in Rifts, in all fairness, is a munchkin. Be fair, but yeah. like, but Dave was a Shionku dragon, which could do everything, and was completely broken and ridiculous, and it was awesome. But yeah, did that beer not taste good? No, it's a. It was darker than I thought it would be. <laughs> hey yo. <clears throat> they want me to play play and my it, glitter boy, boy as windy drawers. They want me to be cages. <laughs> windy draw. And uh, who else is playing? It's uh, Sam, Bill, and Kimmy. 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 Kimmy was playing a... A glitter boy. Uh, no, no, no. Cyber Knight? Cyber Knight, which that's is kind right. of paladin-y. She came mm. in originally. Got, that's it. I read it. That's it. Playing Cyber Knight. Done. Yeah. 
So that'll be interesting because <clears throat> Cyber Knights can be very paladin-y mm-hmm. or not. Uh, and so it sounds like she's got the whole Jedi Knight paladin yeah. thing down. That'll be very she's interesting com- with Bill. So with the crazy, I am unsynced apparently. Yeah, I'm checking it out. I don't know just what that you? means. I guess so. Yeah, it's just you. It means you're on a separate. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm switching to PC. He'll figure it out. I, I will. There's, there's, We're money, done. there's money He's in the done. Patreon. We'll buy a PC with a, a, a long cord for After the screen. After Christmas, the, there'll be a bunch of shit PCs out there. You just have to buy a dedicated PC <clears> with enough processing <throat> power to crunch this, and you're done. You could mount a TV on there so you could see the stream while you're playing. Well, the problem is bandwidth. Oh, okay. Because if I use too much bandwidth... Up and down. Well, yeah. I mean, well, your band's been losing a lot of weight recently, so. And I for- forgot to do it too. No, sh- <laughs> no, really. I can rip it off the. Phone. Okay, God. It's dude, just a pain time. in the ass to do. That. It's all well. It's if only he had a checklist on this piece well, I, of paper the, right the prob- here. The problem is we interrupt him. The problem is the thing puked out. Apple all over the thing. You're, you're absolutely right and I, and because I, the checklist went away on paper as the, soon as it. The che- out. Well, no, the checklist went away when I realized. All the work I've been doing for the last hour, <laughs> no. that getting everything right is now all screwed up. So now I have to fix everything again. So the list went out the freaking window. I'll tell you what happened. Well, it's, I love Angry it's, Stu. Yeah. Angry Stu makes for good emails. It's almost like if you were a GM and one of your characters died mid-session. What would you do? Because you had all of that prep and it went away. <laughs> you have been watching way too much news. That's such. A, well, that's I've, what they call a segue. I've been taking it from you. <laughs> Character death mid-session from Andrew in Chicago. Greetings, douchebags. First time writing after years and years of listening. Well, thank you for listening. That's awesome, yes. I've been thinking of PC death a lot and want to share our solution. The story of Bosco. Mm, Bosco. Bosco. But before that, if any of the Mode of Sin players are here, Mm -hmm. I pose this question to you. Uh, Okay. If your character died in a session unexpectedly... Next session... Who would you play? And you would be the one who would most likely be Yeah, because you're the one they're going to send after yep. the, the werewolves. Well, right. I'm already there. Do you have a backup character? Pause for discussion. Well, <gasps> before, before, to give you a second to think that over, given Albert, and given Albert's mm-hmm. propensity to merge well with the group, mm-hmm. or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. He's got a humanity you, of four. Would you prefer... And he's a loner. Would you prefer he dies to make it easier in order to transition back no. into cohesion? No, 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 no. I actually like, I, I like him a lot. The problem is he's just, he's, he doesn't fit well with this group yeah. because it's a group of people that are... But the group is being so splintered. He doesn't fit well with this group because it's a group of people. Well, <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. That's true. That, that does explain the humanity those are the of words. Four. Those are the words that just came out of his <laughs> mouth. Right. Just, just, right. The truth always comes to the surface. <laughs> and his whole... I, I built the character to be a loner. Cause I, remember, you remember the vampire game where they're, or the vampire movie where they're riding around in a van in the desert and they're like killing things and they're all like redneck vampires? Yes. I kind of had that concept in mind. I I don't know why. I, it's like one of my favorite vampire movies. Yeah. So anyway, I, and I latched on to that. And once you read Gangrel, it talks about them being loners and bikers and yeah. So I'm like, I'll make a Gangrel. But they don't play well with others unless there's a bunch of other Gangrels, which you know I've never played the game before. So anyway, yeah. the, enough excuses about it. So no, I, I actually like Albert. I like the way he's coming along. Uh, I wish his humanity was a little bit higher because it's really hard to play a cold dick, but at some point as Stu really wants to happen is he it wants cathartic? us all to embrace our, our no, it's okay. stressful to me 
I'm not, I'm not Tyler. I don't like to play bad guys. Tyler will always play, or Tyler will always like to play Scorpions, Sith. Okay. I mean, when he was playing online games, he would play Horde. I mean, he just likes to play bad guys, and he gets off on it. I find it stressful. It's hard. So. Okay. Vampire is, I don't know, it's a bit stressful for me. And I'm playing this loner. So, what I've done now is just... But anyway, bring it back. Yeah. What, what do I want him to die? No. He's kind of getting interesting. He's kind of, you know, and maybe I, I've got this humanity I want to rescue back, so maybe there's a chance I can oh, get my humanity cool. back. Okay. Maybe there's a chance I could do some of that. I like that. But if I was going to play another character, hmm, I, I started because there, there was a time when, when Albert got his ass handed to him. Uh, so I started to roll for the characters and started looking deeply into them. I had this idea. Oh, you had you actually have a backup character. I had I had a couple ideas. I had an idea of a Tremere librarian. You actually made that character though, didn't you? I started to. Okay, all right. Dave Kazay talked me down out of Tremere. Um, I, I'm, yeah, I'm a lot of rules for you, Stork. Anybody who knows vampire, there is an inevitability about Tremere that is not true for other vampires. They they answer to a higher power. Right. So there's always. And Someone anybody, in their order, or, or just they answer to. If somebody says, "Hey, you need there," there's a thing about Tremere. I'm not gonna. They're gonna gophers. Miss. No, they basically operate within their clan. Any any, right. the, any secrets, anything they need to know. If another Tremere says, "Hey," they do it, and they they answer to the Tremere first, and anybody else second. That'd be so, interesting. That may be true with a lot of clans. It's really true okay. with Tremere. I mean, right. it's it's like built into their thing. Fair enough. The other one was Malkavian. But Malkavians get such a bad rap. That's, yes. And yes. it's hard to play a Malkavian. And in fact, I, I went online and researched, and they were talking about, uh, if you're going to play a Malkavian, and they have a, like, links to like psychiatric hospitals yeah. and, and, dis- and diseases. Well, that's right. The, 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 I introduced a Malkavian mm-hmm. uh, uh, yes. the NPC. Gu- the in guy the last... from Orange County, right? Yeah. 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 And I, I like and the Malkavians. The first thing he asked is, where's the like, mental ward in right. this hospital? <laughs> So if I, if I was going to play Malkavian, what I would probably do is ask the chat room to come up with a a mental disorder yeah. that I could play, and then I would I would go on that because the hard part is sometimes it's you, you're overwhelmed by choices, mm-hmm. and and the, and the big complaint about Malkavians is they all end up you know Mark Hamill's Joker, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think I think that's a cop out. It is. It's a well, cop out, and it's easy. You know what yeah. you need to do? I'll model it after is Leonardo DiCaprio in The Aviator. Yes, or. A Hannibal Lecter, just yeah. cold, well, calculating, and and that's that's what I was gonna say. Like you could play a this, megalomaniac. Soci- this, this, you could. You the so- sociopath, this psychopath, mm-hmm. fit into that mm-hmm. thing because I don't they know if do. it would. Like, well, I mean, like you could just play no, like you like to with, play with your food before you kill it. I don't. I don't think psychopath, sociopath is a, is a form of madness. Well, see, see, this is where the this is where the breakdown. Go go look up in the DSM Malkavians because there's well, all yeah, this there's stuff. a lot of stuff in the DSM. That's true. Bipolar, the bipolar Malkavian. Uh, they, even, they even talked about OCD being a uh, mental disorder that you could play up as a Malkavian. Sure, that's what. Well, that the that's what that guy had, right? Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio in the Aviator. Yeah, the washing his hands scene. Mm-hmm. Did you remember that? Did you, mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Well, it's Howard Hughes. Yes, right. But right. they did. They they went a lot more into his mm-hmm. OCD and a lot less into the. Well, they. they Touch on the. Have you seen? It's a fantastic yeah, I did. film. And, it's a yeah, fantastic Gwen film. Stefani was awesome. But um, it's Gwen Stefani. Who? What did she, she play at the end? She was like the, the blonde, unbelievably hot girlfriend that like bounces up. Anyway, yeah. what, what? She it was a what, minor Which one though? Who was? I know, she? right? Well, there there was what okay, at the end when they the Spruce Goose landed. I think she 
bounces up and is talking to him, and he says, yeah, we'll meet up later. Anyway. Oh, okay. So. Sorry. You had I'm, a point. I'm not in, no, 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 I'm, <laughs> I never have a point. Um, I'm not in the mode of sin, but years and years ago, uh, I played in a vampire game, and played as a Malkavian, who, it was difficult, and we were still trying to figure out how to do it, but was basically a politician who had, you know, some very strict things, but but was basically like that megalomania, complete power grab, you know, could work with it, and I just had some, you know, very, like, normal policies, and then it was like, oh, okay, eradicate homeless through through genocide. Wasn't that kind of the thing true, though? Well, yeah, yeah, but there was there's it's Ventru, and then there's there's yeah, there's an vent, exit route. Vent, there are probably very few Ventru that can feed on the homeless. Yeah. They have to have that. Well, I, I suppose it could be that could be your thing because they're selective about what they have to feed they in a feed certain on, right. way. Yeah, you know, but it but it was it was very like I'm straight, I'm straight, I'm straight, and until you scratch a couple of layers down, you don't see the madness. Well, and that's the thing about a Malkavian. It's this. I think the interesting thing to play is not to play the madness, is to try to not to play the madness. Correct. <laughs> Correct. All right, chat room. Uh, Sir Guido, Malkavian with the disorder that he thinks he's a Twilight vampire. Right. <laughs> so he kills himself. So he kills himself. <laughs> Look, everybody, I'm sparkly. I think, I think the whole idea about Malkavian is that they are, and then they've got like voices in their head because of the whole Malkavian you know, yeah. network and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the thing is that I, was, I did all kinds of research, and it's me. So I, you know, I looked up Jack the Ripper. I looked up, you know, yeah. just all these mental disorders. And once you go down that rabbit hole, but it turns out there's really only like twelve, like major sort of mental yeah. disorders. Yeah. And then like degrees thereof Correct. within it's those all spectrum. things. Yeah. Yeah. So right. so after a while, you're like, I really only have a couple of choices. I don't want to play OCD. I don't want to be organizing people's pencils as they're having, you know, how do I? So I, playing a Malkavian is. Difficult because you have to find something in them that you that you find interesting to play yeah. in it. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, the OCD thing doesn't have to necessarily be manifest itself in in. in it know, can manifest story itself in, in, in it, you, it could be the sort of thing where you suddenly get distracted by something. It yes. could be like you walk into a like oh we need to find something in this library. You go into the library and you realize. Shoot, all the spines of the books aren't perfectly lined up. Right, but I the, need to fix that before yeah, but, I go on. Or, or <laughs> you you only have to hunt in the same place at the same hour every day. Right, right, right. And that could become a problem because all of a sudden there's only murders that happen on this street corner, this street corner at yeah. two a.m. That's right. a very yeah. good point. You know, so um, Stu is Stu's a big fan of the Bruja. That's what he wants yeah. to play, and he was he was pitching it to me too. And I'm like, you know what, Bruja and Gangrel, there's a there's a fine line. They yeah. are different, but not so much that like. It would be a complete change from Albert. So, so what you're saying is that Gangrel is the gateway drug to Bruja. No, what I'm saying is, if, if, if I'm going to play another character, I want to play something that's completely well, different. See, like, okay. and, and Bruja Gang- isn't different enough. Gangrel or Gangrel are um, anarchists, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Bruja are libertarians. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's a very fine line. You're right. right. Yeah, yeah. There's a line, and they'll both explain it yeah. to you and shout you down if you call them the other one. Yeah. But they're not the same. That's true. <laughs> All right. Um, not to get too, let me tell you about my character slash campaign, but the game was in D&D 5th edition, and this was way back uh, before my manifesto on long rests and encounter balance, so the players were fighting encounters scaled way up to the challenge, to challenge them. <laughs> Along the, the way, we encountered a few player deaths, mostly to dragons, which had a tendency to swing combats unpredictably. Okay, well, wait, 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 As they well, do. Wait, wait, wait a moment. What kind of group is this, like, wandering into dragons a lot, and they're like, oh, my character died, time for another one. That, that seems... 
odd. Well, I mean, if you if you play D and D the way that they say you should play D and D, you're supposed to have an encounter every hour well, or so. Dragons at starting parties. Well, I don't know if it was a starting. Party. It doesn't say level, but right, fair enough. But I mean, hell, that would be way more interesting. It'd be like starting party dragon. I'm gonna run, <laughs> and then and those that don't have to remake characters. All right. That's, that's maybe maybe they're just dumb players, and so they haven't got to the After point the of the fifth character. Run. They're like, we learned right. to run. Yeah, All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The players were knights in the same order, policing an urban city. Uh, they were in service to a lord who was one of several lords who ran various districts of said city. Due to pol- uh, political machinations. Yeah, because there's not enough hey, wars. Hey, machinations. Uh, <laughs> some other chapters were friendly with the players, and some weren't. <clears throat> one such order contained a knight called Bosco. Bosco mm, was an angry, Bosco. bitter, weary man with deep-seated resentment towards the players. So the GM. (laughs) Yes, it's funny because it's true. Uh, They were knights tasked with upholding commerce and public safety in their fair city. Bosco's responsibility, on the other hand, was mostly unpleasant. His knightly order was responsible for policing the temple district, but beyond that, they were the primary city defense against plague. That's fucked up. What? It's a fucked up Bring job. out your dad. Uh, I'm not dead yet. They're the guys who had to go and burn down a block of, in the slums in the fan, fantasy bubonic plague when the fantasy bubonic plague broke out. Awesome. They were the ones who had to deal with the cleanup of large numbers of corpses when gang warfare breaks out or role-playing game PCs do anything that involves initiative. What's roll? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, it's, they're cleaning my bodies up. That's, yeah. yeah, exactly. Roll ones. Uh, the players were the heroes of the town for killing the white dragon and her cultists in the abandoned warehouse where they, they were heroes for slaying the Draco Lich and his blue dragon apprentice in the middle of the market. Well, I got a lot of dragons. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It is Dungeons and Dragons. Hello, I was saying that. Hello, Actually, where are the dungeons? Hello. <laughs> but, warehouses. But who had to clean up those dragon corpses? Bosco did. <clears throat> Do you have any idea how long it takes to butcher a dragon and dispose of all of its dangerous bits? Bosco does. But Bosco was more than just an NPC. I actually begin to like Bosco. He had a character sheet that I kept leveled with the party. He had his own homebrew paladin vow, the vow of sacred flame, which I'm pretty proud of and will probably post on the forum one day. He was useful in the, in a fight and had a pretty easy pretty easy character for anyone to pick up and role play. Whenever anyone found themselves without a character, Bosco was there for them. <clears throat> Interesting. You've killed my character again. Here, play Bosco. I was waiting so for a GMPC one. story, but it's I, not. It's, it it's, it's yeah, it's it's close. It's in the gray area. But it's a party pet that someone gets to take over. That the GM traditionally will bring in, but right. yeah, you're right. When a PC died mid-session, a grumpy paladin, usually not too far away... And a sheet was passed across the table. Oh, sheet. Um, when a player chose to follow an enemy mage into a teleportation circle and whisked away to a faraway tower, Bosco was assigned to, the, to their patrol for two sessions. Sounds like bad decision. Right, bad, right? Decision. bad decision. I stepped through that portal. Yeah. All right, here's Bosco. You get to play him for the next <laughs> yeah, two seasons. Yeah. What? And now, is that a punishment? Like, was Bosco the uh-huh, punishment? You have to play <laughs> Bosco. STBY. <laughs> Bosco was, wasn't the only NPC that filled in the gaps. There were others, but he was a group favorite. 
This play, this group, this group makes bad decisions all the time. If he has a stack of NPCs, here's your here's your sign. <laughs> Every uh, time I, I had three MP, three PCs die in one game. But yeah, yeah, but I wasn't there, so you can't blame me. No, 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 no. It wasn't your fault this time. Do you, oh, SP Lloyd wants to know if you get to wear a dunce cap when you play Bosco. You're you should. Just, that would be awesome. Should. You should have a helmet that is pointy. It's, it's the Bosco. This right. is the Bosco cap. Mm, Bosco. His last name should be Dunce. <laughs> Maybe it might have been. Bosco Dunce. And he has it written across the front. That's right. Um, <clears throat> fun character role play. Uh, he was a fun character role play with cool abilities. That was already involved in the story, but didn't play a central role to any meta plot. And that certainly beats making a new character mid-session. You know, that's a, well, so, he, that's a good point. So hold on. Yes. If he's a really good character, and you've played him a lot, and your character dies mid-session, did any of the PCs at any point want to just be like, "Screw it, I'm not going to make a new character. I'm just going to run with Bosco." I don't know. We'll have to read the rest of this and find out. It, it that's what I would do. It doesn't say. It doesn't end yeah, no. that way. Okay. No. Andrew in Chicago has let me down. Kimmy is sending me like layout things on the thing. I'm not fixing it right now. I'm no, sorry. Just I can't. I can't. I, I thought you turned I, that off. I t- What did I say? I don't I know. I put it on silent. Uh, is it silent? No. Okay. Do you want me to actually fix it? I have. You got a hammer? And I've got. I've got. <laughs> I've got at least a zero in Apple, so I can. No, it'd be fine. He's just gonna I won't power off. I won't figure out how to undo it. Um, <laughs> I'm start, I, Once I hit fifty, technology starts to annoy me. Did you notice that? Kimmy, Kimmy Stu's actually quite angry today because he's had to reboot the computer and everything. So, so you've actually hit him at a bad time. <laughs> this is going to be a PC yes, in, that's, a, in a week. That is that's how angry is he is right now. <laughs> oh, oh Kimmy, Kimmy said bad things on the chat. I saw. Angry face. Yeah. I saw. No, I, I came in here and I booted the thing. And I'm like, tried to start OBS. You know booting I, doesn't mean kicking, right? Well, it will after this. It was going to be the second one. That's right. And... And I tried to start OBS, which is the software we use to stream the show, and it's like set there, and then I got the little the little beach ball, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and so I, what is it, command option escape, and it says, not responding, OBS isn't. I'm like, I just rebooted the computer. So I hold down the button and shut the thing off again, turn it back on, it takes forever to boot, I don't know why, <clears throat> I get it started again, and suddenly it's working, but only one of the three cameras is showing anything. So it was terrible. Kimmy, I know you deal with this every I time we fixed, do this, too. I sat here since 7 p.m. Yep. trying to fix the thing, and I had yep. it all fixed. And then I would like, oh, you know, this one camera here, it needs to be ed- edged over, and boop, it disappears again. So, no, I'm not touching anything, because if there's three mugs on the screen, it's the best you're going to get tonight. <laughs> so, this is, um, this is a good thing about the chat. What? So... Lokio mm-hmm. is actually Andrew from Chicago. Okay. And so he says, yes, a player eventually took over Bosco full-time, but that was near the end of the game. Oh, oh nice. Okay. Awesome. Oh, okay. Uh, where was I? Uh, if, I was running motive, if I were running Mode of Sin, a character I'd probably stat up and have ready for the player would be Robert, the fledgling vampire. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah, I can right. him. He's already standing <laughs> up. That, but that would almost be the same as playing Albert. Yeah, there's also some stuff about him that the rest of the party doesn't Right. Eunuch. I no. can't say. Okay. I, I can neither confirm nor deny anything about Robert. Got it. But someone, but so, but then when we get the character, she can go, oh. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. he's still around. I'm, I'm only on episode eight or nine. Uh, in the original Inukai, Ueda would be a perfect for this. Oh, I loved Ueda. Ueda was awesome. I did, too. Well, yeah. yeah, I did, too. 
stood uh, out, outside the city walls. That was yeah. that. By the way, genius stroke, genius. <laughs> I don't know what your impetus for that character was, but you absolutely nailed him, and we all fell in love with him at that point. You just nailed it. It was such a great. He died between first and second. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. His pour, death was. Pour some sake out for him. Oh, his death was awesome. We were all like, "What?" Yeah, I know. I know yeah. Still, you, you, you like played us like harps on that. The way it was awesome. Yeah, he was fantastic. Cool. Kudos to you. Better than the PCs. What? Yeah, Wait, I agree. No, I agree. No, I agree. <laughs> we weren't allowed to do anything. We got all these rules we had to follow, and he was, he could just like. Well, he had- because he remember yeah. he didn't he didn't have rules and he wanted them. That's he, what made right. Him, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Made him interesting. Uh, my players prefer uh, actually prefer to pick up these NPCs and turn them into their permanent characters with permission. Uh, I find this way easier than trying to weave in new faces every time the dice betray someone. Just wanted to share that the way we do it. Andrew from Chicago, Lokio on the forum, who's in the chat room? Yay! Hello. Uh, PCs. P.S. P.S. Uh, just <laughs> just wanted to say that this podcast has been here for me through some very dark times in my life. No matter how bad things got over the years, I always had gaming and always had Happy Jacks. And for that, I'm immensely grateful. Thank you all for all you do for the community and for the podcast. Cheers, also drink. Thank you very much. Yeah. To be honest, uh, you say Adam or Andrew, uh, you know, we, we show up, we just do the stuff, we send out in the void, and for years... We just did that, and we're getting more and more letters like this. It, it's, I don't say uncomfortable, it's really weird. We just get together, we bullshit, it's cool. But, I'm, it's very, very cool. I'm always honored when yeah. we get this stuff. But I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> just just hold on to it. Oh, hold, hold on, on to, to that. Like a, like a teddy bear in the middle of a thunderstorm. It's, it is, it's humbling. It is. It is, yeah. <clears throat> well, and it's funny. And it's gratifying that people like what we do. Well, and it, and it's interesting from a slightly different perspective is that Dave, me, Stephen, we all started as fans. And it wasn't until the first Ren Fair that we walked up to you guys and... Dave like, stupid hat. Well, that's... The big, huge... Yeah, that's true. The, the Panama hat or <laughs> the, the whatever and hat. Dave's, Dave's got such a big personality. He's like, well, I know you people. And we're all well, like, who? Yeah, Dave. We're like, we like you. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, you know, just, just handing Stu a little, like, guitar center gift card at the very beginning saying, like, we like what you do. And then... Oh, like, bribery works. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then Casey's the only one that actually talked to us. So, <laughs> so you can blame him. I have a feeling, though... I invited you guys in the show. Yeah, after Casey talked to us for a while. Uh, did, did did you not show up like in between shows when we were like, like right busy after the show? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't care. That's because uh, no, I normally would was doing it when I, immediately after a show. If something went wrong, yeah, I go backstage and then start talking to people to make sure right. I don't forget what there needed were, to change. Notes yeah. are given, and yeah. If the show thing. didn't, nothing went wrong. I go over and I help at the sales at the, table. Yeah, merch. That's what you're doing. You're merching. Yeah, you don't know. I it's know. like it, it, we I come know. off a, we come off a show and people are like, huh? oh, they're we're, done. We're not done. Yeah. Oh, you guys are mean. You were rude to me. I was like, I, I, I'm so beat up and I'm still, yeah. Well, hold on. If you've ever seen the show, you expect someone from the Boggers to be mean and rude. Just just generally. Like, listen to the songs. You'll understand. Just look at the people. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, that I didn't really have, like, a, an expanded topic for this thing, but. Was this it? Yeah. I mean, death. Yeah, thank you for joining us for season. No. Um, <laughs> but. Well, I, I liked his solution for the for the first off. It's a great NPC. It, even if you don't want to give up the NPCs as the GM, you want them to remain as NPCs. Sure. Handing them over to someone for a session or for yes. half of a session is a brilliant way. It's, so someone can continue to play. 
especially if they're established mm-hmm. NPCs. And you know, maybe while they're playing, they can be working on their next character exactly. or, or thinking about what their next yeah. character is. And, and he gives some great examples right out of your game. So with Robert and Ueda, I mean, those makes perfect sense. Had you're dealing with deadly systems, shit goes wrong, especially when you roll like I do. Yeah, I'm like, I would be very happy to play Ueda for a while. I might even have gone, can I just keep Ueda? Because, right. you know, I could definitely see that happening. Now, let me just say wrong something because you're kind of. You're, you're mischaracterizing something mm-hmm. about the L5R game. Mm-hmm. In the L5R game, mm-hmm. you rolled dice like a freaking demon. I did, didn't I? Yeah. You did not. You, your curse in L5R was in your own head. Is broken. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. In L5R. Well, no, no. The dice were great. The mental ad- aptitude of just <laughs> second guessing everything he did for every second of every well, that's, game. That's that's yeah. the thing. That's that the was. Thing. That was where your curse was. The dice were fine. The did mechanics guys, were okay. Did you guys see the um, when you came in? Did you see S.B. Lloyd did some uh, some character portraits from L5R? They were in the living room. No, I missed no, it. I missed he them. sent me the files to print out on. Oh, those original ones. 17. That, that, thank you, Lloyd. Not not not, 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 those? not that one. It, it's New the, ones. It's the the one. Um, he did one of you holding uh-huh. a samurai. You've got a little bop crop. Yep. And then he did uh, Rokai. He's uh, he's got the bald pate. He's holding like a Tetsubu that's as tall as he I is. remember that. And then he has Kimmy's, and he's working on Nakoma, which was Dave's character. Yeah. That's so cool. <clears throat> Thank so, you. So, and I want to. Yeah, I, I would like to like fill the fill it with you know the Hall of Heroes or something. You know? Just that'd be I, awesome. I, Kimmy put out the whole thing for fan art, whatever. Yeah, yeah. and then and I that. actually I think also I know I know Bill's game was never done in here, but you did some great artwork for all of the the characters in Bill's Star Wars Traveler game, and like getting some oh, of those but that's up. all stuff I stole off the internet and then modified. I can't. We can't put that up there because people own the copyrights. I did do original artwork for his stuff, but okay. Oh, for but, Big Blue Monkeys. Yeah, for Big yeah. Blue Monkeys. Yeah. But I can't. We can't. I. Other people did the work, and I just messed with it. Yeah. And, the, and, the, and the, it that picture is hysterical. It's it's actually out of the shot. Yeah, but that is the original. Oh yeah. Th- the three Inukai characters, but the characters are done as the players. Yes. Which is yeah. hysterical. Including is, with Dave with this. Hack because they, they got him. That's right. Yeah. He, found, yeah, he found a picture of him with the Jane yeah. hat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember the old days when S.B. Lloyd was actually Sploid? Right. I, I miss those days. <laughs> he's he's really gets us enough that we're actually S.B. Lloyd now. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you correct us often enough, we figure out how to pronounce your name. Yeah, it only took eight years. Years. Um, so, so talking about this, this character death idea, right? Like, why... Would you trust all of your players to pick up a GM NPC that you have a specific mm. thread and a specific attitude and a specific way of playing? Would you trust any one of them to just jump in and keep playing with that same consistency? Now, that's a good point, but he, he, speaks, he picks out specific NPCs. He's, he kind and of, they're NPCs that, don't, that aren't part of, part of the story meta. Right. So there's only a couple NPCs you'd have to, you know, like... It can't be... Some, it, it, it couldn't be Renjiro. It couldn't be... Uh, uh, Anthony. It has to be somebody that's sort of ancillary to it. And yeah, it's very but, specific. So let's take Robert. All right. Robert's okay. big, big fan. Could, big it, fan of the name. Okay. Um, so it, it could be Robert. So so let's just let's just take the idea of What's Robert, assuming right. there were no spoilers, right? So so he's obviously a gangrel and he obviously go, has a certain thing and he, and he's and his sire is the same as Albert's and so there's still the connective tissue, but someone you? plays him like <laughs> Well, no, it's like, like a hymen. 
like Heath Ledger's Joker. Like someone right. just goes off and just plays him completely out of that personality or anything that he's ever exhibited in game. As a GM, how would you handle that? I would. You hand someone a, a character that says you can play this character. They get to play that character. I think as a GM, you don't. You hand someone a character, you're giving them agency to play that character. Yeah. They get to play that character the way they see that character. Okay. If it's a, and if it's a good player, he's going to stick with some of the tropes that have already happened. And maybe expand on it. Yeah. And maybe and give the GM right. some new ideas exactly. and some new avenues. But then it. as a GM, do you remind them of, here are the tropes or here's the way I see this character? I, I would imagine, like in the L5R game, if one of the characters died and I handed them Robert to play... Ooh, Everyone yeah. can't. It would be really weird in the L5R game. Yeah, sorry, I'm glad. That would be awesome. Though. That would have been amazing. But in, in both, <laughs> and in, in fact, in both of those cases, they're both kind of dumb characters. Yes. Yes. Both yes. of them are not, Actually, not the now brightest I think about bulb it, they in the world. Exactly the same character. No, 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 no. I don't think so. Oweda had a passion that Robert yeah, doesn't have. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, yeah. Remember, Oweda started. He was. He had been a samurai, and he was ronin. And he was and working in the bar. Him and his brother yeah. were working as bouncers, and yeah. they basically were working for a criminal organization. You have more fun right? making the character act. He's so awesome. And he like what I, a great backstory. And he saw you guys coming to town. He's like, I want to be. A I want to hang up with them. Yeah, <laughs> I want to hang out with those guys. They're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, yeah, it really was kind of a when he sat out in the rain. That was for, like, fucking two days that, was, that, was awesome. that was that was awesome. Yeah, that was so great. That was so good. And Ranger was like, no. I know, I know. You played that up so well. We were all like, "Is yeah. everybody recording this? This is awesome." Oh, wait, we are. Yeah, yeah. But good storytelling. I, I mean, I, in mo- in those cases, I think the players would would normally be. Anything that, anything that the players would do with Robert would give him more depth. Okay. He doesn't have a lot of depth. No, right. no. Purposefully, it seems like. Yeah, he's he was he he, he was. Li- I, I figured you guys would kill him. I statted him up. I know because I knew we were going to have a they were going to have a fight because he obviously was on your island poaching. Yeah. And and I figured you guys would kill him and stake him or something, and you you didn't. You brought him in, and he's like, oh. And I figured oh, he'd probably be pretty grateful. For he that. was a lower generation or the same generation. They don't. They, they don't, don't need. The, yeah, they didn't they need don't, to. Right. <laughs> 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 it's not worth the effort. It right. isn't. Yeah, what, 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 yeah. But um but I mean there's other characters like there's the, the Tremere who's missing in action right now. Mm-hmm. There's uh what's her name who was uh well she's kinda powerful though. Well let's not careful, you're gonna step into spoilers and I'm like because no, remind me of stuff I didn't remember, but but, but I mean and there's there's like for Nosferatu, yeah. just rolling up, around. Right? Someone yeah. could pick up any one of them. They've and barely been characterized. Exactly, and already they're more interesting than Scully. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Tim. And I still like the Bruja. I, I want to know yeah. what her story is. There's, well, that's what, that's what I'm there. talking about. The, the, She's the, awesome. The Bruja from from uh, Pornvale. Uh huh. There's something going on there. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that one I wouldn't give up because she's kind of. Yeah, anyway. that's your that's your that's your GMPC, isn't it? No, no, but maybe I made Bruja. I made her. Uh, well, she is Bruja, yeah. <laughs> but I, I made her um, kind of strong because I figured if if um, what's his name, uh, Albert? No, Scully. No, the the Prince of Pornvale. Oh, uh, Sebastian. Sebastian. If Sebastian's like, going to send someone, like thank you, to yeah. the, into the lion's den, into the uh, on, into the mode of sin to like deal with people, he's going to send someone he knows who can take care of himself. Well, yeah, 
That's what immediately attracted Albert to her. Right, like, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. I, I B- would fornicate with you. Bitch can hang. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so so uh, semi-off topic, semi-side topic on that. Stu, with all the, all the jamming you've done over the years, and most of it's been recorded in the, in the last decade, who has been your favorite NPC? Good question. Is that from the chat room or from you? No, it's from me. That's awesome. I, I don't, um, that that's a great question. I, they're talking about me. I want to know. I really liked Ueda. Okay. More than Rinjiro? I liked Rinjiro, too. I liked both. Uh, Rinjiro, Junichiro, Ueda, all three of those Master, characters I liked. Who was it? Master uh, the Swordsman. Yeah, who was Rinjiro's secret lover. Yes. Secret um, lover. I can't remember his name. Master, Master Higo. Master Higo, yeah. But, um, because I worked a lot to make sure those characters had some depth to you them. You sure yes. did. And a lot, and lo- but only little bits of it came It doesn't through. matter. It's awesome because but they you did, did your have, homework. They did have, they had their, re- the, the underlying logic of those characters existed. Yeah. Unlike someone I just made up off the top of my head. I'm like, okay, these two guys, they're brothers, they're at odds, here's why they're at odds, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then M- Master Higo... Stu had totally method with them. So he, you were you were totally method acting. Well, you, it's, you, you did. You came up with backstories for each one of them, and each one had motivations that they were responsible for. That's method acting, dude. I did the you same totally. thing. I did the same thing with them that I did with my glitter boy. I sat yes. down and I said, "Who is this guy? Where did he come from? How did he get into How did he get into the situation? How has it changed him?" You wrote a newspaper article. Uh, well, Dave got. The gist of it. That's not everything. No, yeah. So That's who, what, where, when, how, why? Dave. Dave got like two paragraphs and a TLDR at the top. That's like two lines long. Yeah. Speaking of which, I I've got one that I've got to send you for Cornelius. Okay. I want to do some shit. Okay. That I don't want right. to talk about here because it's gonna. I've got the next. Yeah. I, I I mixed up when I on on Twitter. I got the next Ashes of Exodus game prepped. Okay. Ready to go. Okay. So so let me let me let me follow up with my question a little while ago. So you you identified four people from L5R, mm-hmm. from the Inokai series, yes. as your favorite NPCs. That's, I think that was, NPC-wise, that was probably the most developed NPCs I've ever had. Okay, so taking that knowledge and realizing that from at least a listener perspective or from a community perspective, the L5R game seems to be probably the most favorite across the board. Uh yeah 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 I mean that we we Noticing's pretty close. It, okay. it 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 is, but I don't think it's actually ex- exceeded. I didn't say I didn't say it exceeded. I said well, pretty it, close. Here's the thing: our 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 listenership overall grows at a slow but constant pace. It's very slow, but it's always going up very incrementally over time. Yeah. Right. The number of views we were getting for Inukai, which was what now, three years ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that all? We're at the same level as any actual play that we're playing right now. And that, okay, so that's. So, I mean. So there was a greater percentage. So, counting for inflation. Yeah. Counting, yeah, <laughs> counting for in, uh, listener inflation. Quite literally. Inukai, and I think that is because Inukai, or no, uh, L5R, is one of those games. That there that has very rabid, very loyal fans, who are never around enough people they can convince to play. Okay. I met when I started buying L5R books at the gaming convention, or mm-hmm. not the, uh, at the gaming store, the game at store. Game Empire. Behind the counter, 
Twice. Two different people. Oh, you play L5R? Do you have any room in your campaign? Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and he, he, Were I, they both named Tim? Because that's all I've heard lately. No. But they're... But, um, no, they, I, I don't know who they were, but there were two different guys who noticed me buying L5R books at the store and are like, oh, you're running L5R? He says, yeah, I just started a campaign. Says, I'm sorry, full, I'm sorry. But um, I have a feeling, and in the chat room too, people are like, oh, I really want to play L5R. And it's, it's one of the, it, L5R is kind of a tough sell. I do too. From, from D&D. Yeah. Because almost all of us started with D&D. Mm-hmm. Fuck that! I started with riffs. Okay, but, <laughs> yeah, but but most people start with. Yeah, D&D. I know most normal people. And when they go, normal people start with. <laughs> That's right. Okay, got it. All right. <laughs> but when you go, when you go from that, you're looking for something, and you want to go try something different. You want to try something really different. And when someone says, "Oh, it's fantasy, but it's Japanese," it doesn't sound that different. No. It is it's night and day. Yeah, it's yeah, it's night and day. I hate to say it, Tyler had the best description of it ever. It's like, oh, is that the game where everybody everyone plays, plays paladins? paladins? Right. What he meant by that is everybody has a code that they have to follow. Yeah. Tyler doesn't like the seven. That. The seven. That. Oh yeah, that's his character didn't say anything. That's why. <laughs> that's why it didn't. Yeah. But, but Tyler, Tyler always liked to to buck the system and always wants to go opposite right. of whatever people want him to do. Well, I mean, <clears throat> and and to be fair. That's what L5R is a reaction to. I mean, it really, you know, D&D, you can do whatever you want. I, I stab people in the back or whatever. In L5R, there's consequences to I'm that. I'm sure whoever it was that, that coined the term murder hobo coined it because of a D&D game. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. It was yeah. L5R. Yeah, they don't but I mean, They have like, no homes. They have no place to go. They just, when I broke out and I wanted to try something that wasn't D&D, mm-hmm. I went to Traveler because, oh, it's science fiction. Yeah, that's different. It's not the same as as it's fantasy. As fantasy, yeah. But and but it, there, to, to me at least, to run the game, <clears throat> it took a lot of reading. Of L five R. I mean, I read that book. Yeah. I mean, it, the rules section. Everyone knows laid, I don't read the rules section. <laughs> <from> cover <laughs> to cover. That, rules get in the way. <laughs> it's laid out really strangely. There's like stories, and then there's more rules, and but, more well, stories. And you're like mm-hmm. the whole the whole front third of the book is. In the beginning, yeah. and it's the creation yeah. myth of Rokugan. Yeah, yeah. So Methuselah begat whomever, <clears throat> and, and it kind of is. Yeah. yeah, it really is. It's basically like Rokugan's Bible, right? And you read through that, and but because of that, and they did a really good job of this. As you're reading through that, you kind of start understanding the mindset of the people who live in this yep. place and why they are the way they are. Yeah, and once you do, then you kind of grok it. And I, and I think that makes it kind of a hard sell to some players because it does take a little bit... It, it, it takes a change in your thought patterns because you have the seven tenets of Bushido. Well, and that's the thing. If you're a murder hobo, you get punished for doing your normal things. Oh, we torture him to get information. Oh, well, doesn't that go against about five of the laws of Bushido? Oh, man, fuck this game. I can't do anything. Right. I, could, I, I could see people doing that all the time. And then the best part is if, you, if you're like, forget it, I just need to do this, then the taint comes in faster. Mm. You know, and you have less mental capabilities and less mental resistance. Right. Shocked, shocked that there's actually consequences to your actions. Yeah, and, and this game BS. really does really bring that up. And I don't think a lot of players want that. They, they I would, if I want consequences, I'll go home to my angry wife. You know, they they want right. they, I'll they, want, they, they play these games to escape, right? And if I, I want sure. consequences, I'll go back to McDonald's. And I think the turnoff for L5R is that it, it you you know there's 
It makes you think. It punishes you for yeah. <laughs> doing things that you just do haphazardly anywhere else. That's yeah. And uh, and it requires it requires players to be more thoughtful. It well because there's consequences because there are actual detriments to you if you make bad choices and do bad things. You have to play smart yeah. or find a way out or a loophole. Yeah. But well, even loopholes. Yeah, that's against Bushido. Yeah. You know, well, sincerity. Um, so, so the the question that I was getting at is. Oh yeah, we forgot. Three huh? years ago, get a point. Yeah, eh, sometimes. Three years ago, you obviously put the most investment into these NPCs, and you had the biggest return on investment from both a, a player and an overall campaign point of view. I would say, yeah. How come you haven't put in that that investment Ooh. into uh, not not a criticism, calling curiosity? Well, I there are a couple characters in. Uh, mode of sin that have had that level of scrutiny. Okay. GM scrutiny. Okay. Um, uh, I love that. I like that's a good turn. GM of scrutiny. I, I like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. You just came up with that right now. That's yeah. awesome. Like that. Um, Sebastian. Yeah. Um, Anthony. Okay. Uh, Daniel. I'd even say Father O'Reilly, <clears throat> and uh, even the witch. O'Reilly. The yeah. witch was all off the cuff. I know, but at first, but, but now then you she's had not. To. Now, now she has depth. Now she's yes. started up. But see, it's funny though because in that one, there's so many NPCs going around, and there's so much character discussion before they actually move on to anything that I think that that in and you don't. But the players don't. I mean, one of them they don't interact with at all because he's not. He's dust. A, yeah. But the other two, they don't act interact with much. No, but but it's, it's. But I always know what they're doing. Yes. Yes, that's fair, but I think that, that you're not getting the pull-through on the campaign player point of view because in Akai, you had a limited number of NPCs. You had... Uh, yeah. You yeah. had... And so, Motive Sins... We had like, a very small family. Exactly. Uh, that was part of a much larger world. I mean, I introduced more NPCs as time came on. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, especially because this is your family... This is your daimyo. Mm-hmm. These are their, the daimyo's superior. These are the people that you're dealing with every day. Here's your your fellow samurai that are part of your family. Your family is very small. There's not yeah. a lot of them. I was able to really develop a lot of those characters. I see we're going with this. Yeah. So is it better to have well, no. these smaller, more concentrated okay. essences instead of the wider spread out? It depends what you want. Uh, what's going on right now in... Um, and we've only played two sessions in Ashes of Exodus, which yeah. is the Traveler game I'm running. Which that was going to be my follow-up with episodic content. How do you deal with that? You will notice so far both adventures took place on the same planet. Correct, with Umberto. Um, Umberto is your basically your contact for the organization you guys all work for. Mm-hmm. And the there are going to be a couple more sessions at least that take place on Ishkod, which is the planet you're on. And you're going to be going to different places there. But it is going to be more concentrated, generally speaking. Okay. And where I thought you were going to go was that Vampire is a clan-based game where everybody has different clans with, that aren't in common with each other. Yes. And isn't Vampire the same? Inukai, Inukai and Vampire have the same... Have that same strata. Yeah. Have that same sort of base. Why is it that the, that the NPCs in the Inukai were more interesting than the one that's going well, to Vampire? I think that has a lot more to do with the setting. Because I th- I think you're right. Because you're trying, I'm, but 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 I'm he's an outsider. He actually has interesting right. points of view into this. Because I'm I, not uh, in either game. <laughs> you're not in either game. Yeah. yeah. Well, so but the interesting thing though is that is that motive sin. Keep so keep keep talking. Okay. I'll uh, I'll, oh. I'll, I'll catch up later. 
I can. Oh, way to drop the mic. Wow, literally drop the mic. mic. Drop. Like sexual Boom. chocolate. Like I got to pee. Yeah. It was wrapped around my foot. Sorry. <laughs> foot. Uh, that was actually the best part. Side note in coming to America was when Eddie Murphy's playing uh, Randy Watson, who did. Uh, he gets up and he starts singing like "We Are the Children," and and no one claps at the end of it. And he's like, "Ladies and gentlemen, give a hand for sexual chocolate." Sexual chocolate? Yeah, and then, like, no one does it. There's, like, a couple, like, and he's like, sexual chocolate, and he drops the mic. No one does anything, and he just walks off stage. <laughs> one of the best <laughs> scenes ever. In what movie? In Coming to America. Oh. Eddie Murphy. I remember seeing uh, that. Arsenio Hall. Yeah, I, I My son it. works. Yeah, yeah, oh, my God. I love that movie. It's, it's, I love that movie way too much. It's one, of, actually, probably one of my favorite Is that movies. Is 90s or 80s? Uh, late 80s. Okay. Um... But what I was going to say is, is you've got Inukai, clan-based game, Motive Sin, clan-based game. Inukai, you went with all the same clan, and I know you've talked about splitting it up, and you split it up in the second the one. Clans are, the, the clans are different in, in uh, Vampire and in L5R. The clans in, in, in L5R are, A, they're your family... But they're also political. They're your nations, uh huh, or or your nation states. Nation states, yeah. Well, they're really they're really like nations that are under an emperor, right? But they're a political entity as well. And and within each clan, there are different classes you can play. Mm-hmm. Like you can play a. a God, I forgot all the names of them now. Shugenja, you can play... The, a warrior. The, well, no, it's, it's different. Well, there's like yeah. the bow guy. The bow guy, the sword the, guy. The, bu- the, tits- the bushi. Yeah. Um, so there's different things, and they and most clans have all of those different things. So yeah. you pick your clan, and that kind of gives you a little bit of insight into your personality. Mm-hmm. And then you pick un- underneath that, I'm going to play a bushi, I'm going to play a Shugenja, or whatever you're going to play, and you make your character, right? Yeah. But in, in Vampire... Your clan determines what kind of vampire you are mm-hmm. by That's personality true. and really kind of in a class way. And you yeah. actually have a lot of motivations attached to that as well. Here's but the- it's, not, it's not as... I don't think clans in... Now, now I'm, I'm sure different people play that different ways. Mm-hmm. But um, the way we've been playing it, clans aren't that important politically. Well, because we're on an island. Yeah, they're not... That's part of it. And uh, you, at this point, you don't have a primogen council. No, that you have right. You have a prince and a couple of other officers, and that's it. Yeah, all of your superiors in your clan, for those of you who have them, are all in the glittering night and are all part of a primogen council of a of a prince that you've declared praxis over Again, or yeah. against. And there's yeah. and there's already a people going on to this power circle. <laughs> If you ever, if you ever thought of something while I was yeah, if, if you ever stuck with something, go pee and you come up with ideas. Here's the here's the difference I found while I was peeing. With Inukai, we yeah. were all members of the same clan. Yes, that's the yeah. downtrodden crane. Yes, right. And well, and it, you were you were the the redheaded stepchildren of the crane clan. Right. Yeah. And, and crane has never been respected Flamingos? to begin with. Crane is respected by everyone. Who respects Crane? There you go. Uh, <laughs> and with Vampire, we're all we're all desperate clans stuck together on an island. Yeah. And and each clan has their own motivations and their own agenda. 
right. yeah. that, that they want from the players. So everybody's so with Inukai, I think people were tuning in because he's like, here are these broken toys, these hammers. <laughs> all looking for the nail. All looking yeah. for the nail, and and let's see how well they can work, right? It's like these are not the best tools that that, that but with the vampire game, it's different. It's all these kinds of so we're fighting with each other and trying to get along as opposed to the Indicai game, which is we're all brothers and so we're all related. Let's see what we can do to make this work. Yeah. In the Indica, in, in, in I don't know. It, 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 SP, Lo- things from SP Lloyd just brought up an, int- an, an okay. a very yes. important point about Saw vampire. Uh, mode of sin is too small for a real vampire society. True. And that's true. That's very true. I mean, when you, uh, when you would normally start a vampire game, if everyone starts out as neonates, yeah. you're way down on the totem pole. Totally. You ain't going to be anywhere near... Nope. You may even barely even get invited to even see the prince, yep. right? You're dealing... If anything, you're dealing with your clan person in the Primogen Council. That's as close as you can get to anyone of power. And you would be yeah. happy if, right. that, if that's what you could get, yeah. Yeah, and you're obsequious and shit. And, well, I, I like the fact that it actually has a stronger power base. Like that makes it more interesting. Like, right. like Kimmy's like. Well, yeah, it's interesting that Kimmy's in charge like now. Yeah. Like watching her struggle with the, yeah, the trrappings of being a leader. You know, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, it's interesting. And that's cool. And then but, boom. Right. Yeah. So, well, stuff blows up. Right. right? <laughs> Literally. And, and yeah. It seems like you tend to run more higher power base campaigns. You don't run a lot of street level. Mm, that wasn't the case in Inokai. Inokai, you still had a direct line to Renjiro. Like, Renjiro yeah, but, was powerful. Yeah, not on, nah, not I, on the Rokugan scale. Not at all. No, but a, within the within the valley we were, and, and we were at Tsubishi Toshi. We were all pretty street level. We really say, didn't have a lot to do. And I know what you're saying. There were there were higher mechanisms going on, but yeah. we, we as players, even if we knew they were going on, it couldn't affect us or didn't affect us. There's nothing we could do about them. It's I'm, not like I could go and seek audience with these people. No. We were I mean, he, stuck in the Ranchero streets. Ranchero would be like, in a fantasy game, he would be like the street thug of a small city in charge of the Thieves Guild. See, I never got the sense that Ranchero was middle management. He was. I really I really, oh, really? didn't. Well, he, he carried There's no such oh. thing, really. If you think about it, when, it, when you're talking about your underlings... Yeah. There is no such thing as middle management. Right. That's it's your just, daimyo. That's yeah, period, exactly. Right? Yeah, and that's the way it should be. Yeah. Okay. And, but, and that's the problem that we have, which is like, it, it didn't matter what we thought he was our boss, and whatever he said, we would go do. That's fair. And I mean, and I mean, his brother was technically his daimyo. His was his superior, and he didn't. There, there was conflict between them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know, and, and in fact, when that but, was brought up with the players, all, we were all like, "Now what do we do?" Uh, but all of that, with regards to the Crane Clan, yeah, is a blip. Tiny, yeah, it's a blip on the radar. Except, except then they started making the Fedia, right? The cash. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're making the cash anyway because it's which which subfamily of which of the great families of the Crane Clan is going to control this valley. That's yes. what that whole meta thing was about. Yeah. The very first episode is, it's under Kikita or whoever it was. Yeah. And then, and, then, and, then, and then it became under whichever, I don't even remember what family you guys were under, but you were under one of the great families and they they were sent in basically to sort of sort things out. We're able to seize control, etc. Speaking of which, it's very apropos. And I mentioned this on Slack, mm-hmm. but it is currently a dramatically appropriate amount of time away from Christmas today. 
How we are two, two, days two days away from Christmas. Rules resistant player from Axel. I think Stork should read this. Hi guys, Axel, we're here with a problem. How does one get a player to get it? <laughs> why, why, is, why is it I have to read exactly this? exactly why. <laughs> How does one get a player to get at least a rudimentary understanding of the rules? I don't, know. I don't know, Rob. I don't know, Stork. Stork. How does it happen? Yeah. We started a Shadowrun 5 group nearly two years ago. The first session was spent building the characters. The player in question opted for the Decker. My co-GM and I told her that she would need to learn the rules for that. And we would be busy with the story. The NPC, etc. What did I tell Kimmy when she was going to play a Shugenja? Yeah, you learned the you rules. You, got to deal you need it. to know how to do the magic rules because I've tried reading them. and, and Hey, to care. be fair, when I played a Shugenja, I, I studied this crap out of it. Right. And my Shugenja kicked fucking ass. And they, well, they, mm-hmm. you had the, the grip, right. you had the For all two episodes. Grippy hand thing. Going well, on. no, I just... I just Don't you I, remember they had the, uh, the hand that comes out of the ground and holds people? No, I was able to go into the ground. But more than that, I was able to like like hit... No, you had some kind of thing where you like a I was binding I was was binding tainted things and they would grab them and then they would come in and kill them. It was cool. Hmm. Don't deck if you don't want to learn rules. When you first so saith Lokio. So when you play the first, oh by the way, thank you Lokio for that last female. And I think that's probably true. Thank you of of anybody that's going to play a sorcerer or a mage or whatever. It's like learn learn the effing magic because you know the GM's got his hands full. Which is not to say you need to be the rules lawyer, but learn learn to play your character. If anybody ever learned EQ, if you ever played EQ, yes. you had to learn to play your character. Yes. If you didn't play your character, you would cause entire t- party wipeouts, and yeah. they would hate you. That was me. Yeah, me yeah. too. You also throw thermal detonators inside rooms. That, in all fairness, <laughs> Stephen was going to come and take me away, and no one's taking me back. Stephen was in a gang <laughs> with him. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, yeah. right, right. We did okay. You know, all kinds of shenanigans. We did okay during Ashes. We did okay when the first play session came yeah, around. I th- all three of you are in that campaign. That's a horrible mistake that I made. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Excellent. <laughs> when the first play session came around, it was clear that she hadn't. That one of the rules, that is. Right. She told us that she was still translating her Hero Lab build PC to German. Uh, it is my opinion. <laughs> I guess this is over, over the interwebs, maybe, perhaps. Build it is my opinion that to play a character, you can either know the rules for what the character can do or have a clear concept of what the character should do. She had neither. Fair. So, whoever wasn't mastering the, the run took the job of coaching her. Hmm. My wife... Excuse me. Armed with the knowledge of how a decker should work, or how a decker worked, uh, gained by watching Leverage. Fun show, by the way. Helped out. After about four sessions, the one grown-up talk hinting that she would be better off with another character, we had enough and stopped helping. Complaining about our lack of support, she agreed to switch characters. I nearly blew up with the lack of support <laughs> accusation, but kept my mouth shut, hoping for the best. So we build her sweets or her street samurai, since uh, a character with a clear mission statement: one, see threat; two, shoot threat dead; three, repeat as necessary. Is always easier to play and needs less system knowledge. A fighter, yes, essentially. Right? Go, go, go get it. Roll. Go get right. it. Yeah. Four more sessions. Kill. <laughs> went by. My co-GM took the lead, so I could. Uh, play a bit of a uh, play a bit for a change. That's kind of a weird setup. Who the GMs play? Mm, with, yeah, mm, it's a little. Mm, you, you know yeah. what the meta plot? Mm. Maybe there was no meta plot. All right, maybe well, it's episodic. Yeah, maybe yeah, it's okay. Episodic. Opposition. Don't correct me. Ran into, 
Hello, I'm, I'm reading here. Hello. Sorry. Sorry if I'm bothering your conversation. Opposition. Little fucking gnome. Oh, that's your car, dude. Someone's stealing your car. Is it my car? Yeah, that's what you get for the gnome comment. <laughs> Eat a dick. I'd probably just press the yeah, button on my keys. Might be. Uh, opposition ran into RPCs, got a big gun battle started. We normally play either every other month. I can understand that rules become fuzzy over this period, but it was necessary to tell her what to roll. Not only from round to round, but from combat phase to combat phase. It was infuriating. This leads to less fun, but at least the rest of us, I can't handle the extra workload of babysitting her. The normal GM tasks us all, uh, tasks, tasks all my process power. I'm torn between stopping to spoon feed her and just let her impossible game crash and burn, or having the third, fourth grown-up talk with her and just be bluntly ask her what the fucking problem is. I don't know if uh, this is she is unwilling to learn, remember the rules, or not capable of doing so. Maybe there's a medical reason. Any thoughts on this? Thanks for listening and drink. All right, I can do that last part. Maybe we've maybe, actually had people maybe she write drinks in too much. We've had people write in where they had problems, uh, it, it, some sort of like some kind of cognitive problems about learning certain things. I don't remember who it was. Someone he- emailed heavy Metal in. Jess, who who has come oh, out come out a, yeah. a couple of times, who's a very cool person. It was, was a listener for the longest time. Said she's has she had a, I don't know. She's playing some kind of character, and and, and it, it hits it, her it, the blind spot in her ability it, to learn. And certain she, kinds but she, of yeah, she or she, to remember. She's shit. cognizant enough to know that she has that problem. But right. it sounds like this person is not cognizant. Well, well it may not be that. Who knows? Right. If you're playing a game once a month, and you got someone who's maybe never played role playing game before, right. or has never played this particular system. How often would we during the L five R game we forget how to play L five R? No, no, no. Hold on. Let me let me take a step back because I mentioned you, this on he's the forums. pointing now. I, he's, I am. He's I've got a pencil this time. <laughs> yeah, he's getting he's right. getting accusatory. I put the pencil down in in the mode of sin. It annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah, I know it did. About like the fact that you couldn't keep like three characters straight. Yeah, it also right? annoyed you that I couldn't get. Uh, <laughs> I almost made an organizational yeah, chart. Yeah, exactly. We needed to. We needed right. to because the names are similar. But there weren't that many. And it annoyed you too that, that I couldn't get Mitsubishi Toshi. Mitsubishi Toshi. Mitsubishi Toshi. Until I got the song. And you were like, you were like, ah, don't. Yeah. No, no, no. And, and that's fine. Like, I, I, I no, get, it isn't. Well, because it's bothering you. It's, but, but that's, I, <laughs> things bother me. I accept that. Right? It's nothing against you personally. But, but there's, there's always, there's always some people in the group that just have, a, a knowledge hole, right? And whether sure. it's whether it's intentional, whether it's laziness, whether it's lack of education or something like that, but as long as you as a GM can identify that, you know what's going wrong, if it's at the table a problem, do the setup beforehand where you, like your your Savage Worlds um, sheet, the, the, the sheets for... The, the table mat. Yeah, yeah. the table right. mat, right? Things like that. And you can say this, you know, you talk about this at all the cons you run, makes things so much easier, mm-hmm. right? Find you out everything ways, right there in front of you. Yeah. Find out ways to make that happen. But the sad thing is, I had that for the Itakai game too. I made those. Yeah. Oh yeah, you did. Did it? Just, did it help? Uh, it did. Here's the here's the thing. There's there's two things going on. First okay. of all, we played so infrequently, and the and the rules were kind of convoluted. We yeah. all kind of have a had a bare, had tenuous grasp to begin with. None of us had played it before, and none of us had played it before. And we we're always yeah. forgetting. The other thing is, it's kind of the first time we recorded a running game, mm-hmm. like seriously, and so I was constantly, 
I don't want to say playing dumb, but I was always asking more questions than I already knew. Okay. To, to because because Stu said we need to let people know how to play the game. We're, part of the thing is to, like to teach people to play the game. Right. And we've kind of given up on that. We've <laughs> given up on that now. Now we just play the game. So that was well, like the first time through. So there were times when I knew the answer, but I would say things like, "All right, now what do we roll for combat?" Right. Well, I um, think I think there's different ways to do that. There, there are yes. It also, and I know what annoyed you, but but that, some of that was on purpose. L five R didn't. The only time I've really been annoyed was for some reason Mode of Sin. You were just not knowing names. Clueless. Well, that's the there again. That's a, that's another episodes. game that we did not play. Freq- we did not play yes. frequently. Yes. Sometimes yeah. a month or two will go by before we will play a session. Yeah, I, and, and that's fair. And when I'm playing, when I'm listening to an actual play, I actually want to learn the rules, and so I, I really want people to spell out for me what it is they're doing and sure. why. And and not everybody does that. Sometimes it's roll my dice, and something <clears throat> happens. Is like, what? Why did that happen? Now I have to pause the game. So I try to be transparent whenever I'm doing a move. And and yes, I do forget the rules. And, and, but you know, <laughs> but, but I also try to be transparent when I <coughs> when I even know the rules. And there yeah. there are a lot of people who go to they get a new game, they read it, they don't quite grok it, so they go and look for an actual play to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yes. To learn how to rules. I apologize if you made the mistake of picking one of our games to do. Sorry about well, that. Well, so so what <laughs> what fault. I've been doing during Ashes is I say, okay, right. I've got this skill at this. This is my dice roll, and then you've, plus you're adding stat. plus this stat. For, okay, damn, here's right. my total. Right. I think that's to me a better way. I mean, yes. we're getting into the meta of an AP. Yes. Right. But you're also talking probably one of the easiest game systems there. A hundred percent. One of the reasons I love 100%. it so much. Yes. 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 But so I think that, that coming back to what, um, sorry, man, I forgot your name. Let me flip it over. Uh, Axel. Um, Rose, sorry. I know. I can only picture a bandana. That's right. Yeah, I bet he never gets that. No, never. Yeah. We're all being nice. That's right. Cat with a fork. I saw Slash really live in concert a, like two years ago. It was just cool. Slash? He, yeah, he's That's really going to be good. boring as shit. Well, no, he's a he's great good. guitar player, he's but great. did he talk? Uh, no. Uh, right. Yeah. Did I, someone talk? No, they sang. Someone else sang. He had a backup band right. with the singers. Does anybody else think Slash looks like one of the characters from Puff and Stuff? It's like a hat. Yeah, exactly. He's just like one yeah. of those like Lidsville Boy, you characters. Boy, you can pick out his guitar playing, though. Oh, yeah. If you ever listen. I don't know. It's either him or Steve Perry. I can't tell the difference. Wow, Steve Perry. I didn't know Sorry. Steve Perry played guitar. I'm completely. <laughs> <laughs> it's either him or Joe Perry. You can't tell the difference. Perry is. Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Okay. Yeah. All those licks are stolen from Aerosmith. Okay. Never mind. There's. I, I would tell you a, a side. My wife and I. There was there was a, a concert at Glen Helen, which you, I know you guys yeah, know yeah, very B- well. Glen Helen Pavilion. Yes. Hyundai Pavilion. Hyundai, no, no, well, kicked out of there. Exactly. It was awesome. Um, and also right next to Old Red Fair. Right. Um, yeah. That's why we kicked out of it. Yeah, exactly. So it was Aerosmith and Kiss, and the only two bands on the bill. That's a, that's a pretty awesome lineup. I went to go see Kiss. My wife went to go see Aerosmith. Right. I maintained that Kiss, although first band up, was the main band on the headline, and Aerosmith just closing wrapped up for the show. Right. Yes. <laughs> she she says Kiss was the opener. The other way. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. G- generally, the headliner goes last. I I don't believe you. Okay. Yeah. All you have to do is look at their record sales, and that will tell you who who was closing or who. Who has a longer tongue? That has nothing to do with Ooh, record Steve. <laughs> Steven Tyler or Steven Tyler or Gene Simmons. That's hard to say. Steven Tyler I don't has really, those luscious lips. I don't really know, man. Wow. That's <laughs> true. That's fair. Although, although. Kiss ended with fire at the end of their set. Aerosmith ended with bubbles coming out. 
So, yeah, it was it was out of a, a giant champagne glass with, with probably with naked women in it. Yeah, like right. something like that. Okay, so anyway, it's so what great. I, what it I was applies so much to, to the to the rules, Axel. Uh, so Axel, you you and I have talked about this before too. Th- we've got a very far afield. We have, well, I'm going to try to bring it back. I'm bringing, trying back, to bring right, it back. Which is, back. I know it bothers you whenever I would say things like I I don't understand the rules. I don't understand what happens. And yes, uh, some of it was ignorant. Some of it was drunk. Some of it was also just trying to be transparent. But there's a balance. I get that, and. What are the solutions to that? Well, so, what's, what's the balance you want to strike? So I think that, that a chart on the wall with the names of the NPCs. Right. That's, that would actually help. Yeah. Like you always had the map that you referred to in Inakai. There's there's other things. I also, that you've I had. also made a family tree for Inakai. Yes. That started it for the it, first game. To be fair, there were a lot of people to keep track of. And I added it to added the because when the next generation came around, I added yeah. the second the second layer to it. So everyone can kind of see who they were related to and how they were related. Also, and I have to add to it again if we're going to do it again. Now, now I'm going to be excused, but it's it's kind of true. When you're in a game, you completely you're so caught up in like the moment, you you lose sight of the big picture. Listening to it, you see or yes. hear things that you never and, and it happens agree. to all players. Completely agree. Here's I think coming back to this specific yeah. player, and and someone please forgive me. But this is where 4E got it right with D&D. Oh, you're oh, not ca- forgiven. Those it's, cards. Yes, those, those cards. cards yeah. Having Writing down your skills on a card. And actually, it's the Explains old... Explains all of the rules. Here's yes. what you roll to hit. Here's what you roll for damage. Here's the special effects. Index all written cards. down. Yeah. Index cards are a godsend when it comes to stuff like that. What, what Gammon used to make us do, and I, I appreciated this, is if you were a cleric, you had to say a prayer... Out loud, in order to have your spell take any kind of effect. Okay. And so, what we would do, the guys that played clerics, is we would write down all of our prayers on index cards, and then write down the effect and the D8 and whatever else. Knowing we needed full to well with that it. you're going to be called on yeah, to boom, say something. Boom, boom, and I could just lay them out, and I had them, and I didn't have to think about them on the spot. Now, sometimes you change things that was situation specific, but taking something like that and even that's really cool either it, it was amazing it was he he made me a better role player i'm yeah damian um, magecraft says that's the only thing for he got right in my opinion that's fair <laughs> and, and i'm okay with <laughs> right. that right but they um, did it was it was a great boon to people who were have trouble with rules exactly and so the, in this case you just buy this character or this this person a stack of 50 note cards and maybe the first two are filled out with Here's what a decker could do, blah, 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 blah. And then during the game, even even if it's only once a month or whatever, just having her write down the different things and the different modifiers and stuff like that so that way her mind retains it. And even if it doesn't, it's a refresher. Oh, oh, this is what I wanted to do. Or, or if you've is. written them down, here they are. So yeah. it's like, and like you she say, it's like if, if you haven't written down your prayer, if you haven't written down your coding, that, that you're not going to be able to make it work. So do your homework. Yeah. That's exactly go, it. Go, go, you, the, can't, you can't just come up to me and say, me, I have this power. You have to come up with that. I know this is probably different for other people, but for me, the easiest way for me to, rem- to remember something or to memorize something is to write it down. Yes. I don't Same know way. why that is. Well, it's something about my brain. It is. But if I sit and write something down by hand, I can't type it. If I write something down by hand, I will have a much better time remembering it than I will... Uh, actually, yes. you're a visual kinesthetic, uh, I, I don't which know. is weird considering you're a musician, which should be auditory. But I'm left-handed too. Yeah, and right. he also hasn't blown out eardrum. But that too that, much skull. That funny. hasn't always. He wasn't. Yeah, I'm an audit- auditory. I have to hear it. No, I, hey, I, you should really learn who the NPCs are in Mode of Sin. 
<laughs> changed so much. You know, no, the, the thing is, when I was in high school and even in college, uh, I could I, I was really good at remembering conversations. So I could sit in a classroom and listen to the professor talk about whatever it was, and I had v- close to total recall on what every everything so you are, was said. So you're audit- wow, your auditory visual that has out? that has gone mm. away. Okay, I don't have that anymore. But if I write things down, and it's not reading them, it's not looking no, at them, it's r- the act of writing them down makes me remember them more. That's how, that's, that's how I had to, when I learned the Scout Law and the Scout Oath when I was yeah. in Boy Scouts, wrote them down two or three times I had them. Do you remember religion and politics often make some people lose their perspective and give way to renting and raving and carrying on like the emotional journey? Do you, you ever hear that thing, uh, Dr. Domeno? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I had that, I, I, I don't think I have it anymore, but I used to have that thing memorized. Yes. And how did I memorize it? I wrote, wrote the whole thing down. Well, that's I why. listened to Dr. Menno. I taped it, listened a little bit, write down. Listen a little bit, write down. Wrote the whole thing down, then I wrote a whole thing down again, and I had it. Weird. So, so the, the, they've done studies, and the people that do like the little things to cheat, like the little cheat sheets and stuff like that. Left-handed where they, fist shake. Sorry. Yeah. That's, isn't that masturbation? The left-handed fish. For a left-handed person, absolutely. <laughs> no, it's a stranger, man. I coach not if you're left-handed. Not if you're left-handed. Well, it's right, old fair. familiar if you're left-handed. Well, that's, that's called divorce. Um, so, um, so the, they've done a study though, and people who do the little cheat sheets and they try to hide them in their books or on their shoes or they're something. They're learning like that, more by making they, the cheat that's sheets. That's exactly it. They find that they don't have to reference them that often because they already know the material because they've written it all down for cheat. They did what studying is. Yes, yeah. that's called studying. Yeah, exactly. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay. Anyway, so um, I spent I spent three weeks working on this cheat sheet. It's like, dude, you just studied, right? <laughs> so I are, we, are we done with him? No, yeah. So Axel is actually in the chat room. Okay. And so he says thank you that he is going to try the note card thing. I would. All so, right. I would. Yeah. So and actually, if if you ever want to write in or if I anybody, don't know, I I see. I I have a hard time. I've got the twentieth or twenty fifth anniversary edition of Shadowrun. Of Shadowrun. Yeah. That's a tough book to get through. It is a tough book to get through. And I'll tell you why. One, the print is very small and I have very old eyes. Okay. That's a legitimate thing. Yeah, I know. I'm, it's a legitimate I'm laughing my mom, my mom has an old knitting, uh, That's what I need. knitting magnifier that hangs around your neck. I, what they need to do is I'll, 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 I'll see if I can find it. Get the okay. PDF? Yeah. Or any just the big reading glasses. Big, huge like uh, like in glasses. Uh, Top Secret? Yes. Where the guy has a giant glass and he takes it off and it's still magnified around his eyes. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, and the other thing is, it doesn't seem to be organized very well. And yes. That bugs me when books aren't organized well. So, do you, I know you, I know you have an Xbox One. Do you have an old uh, Xbox 360? No. Okay. I went from Xbox to Wii to Wii U to okay. Xbox One. So, in, in 2005, um, FASA released a Shadowrun game. On the Xbox 360. Oh, really? And that taught me more about the lore in a quick segment than anything else, right? Because you had the you had all of the all of the characters and all of the mainstays and stuff like that. So once you once you have that base understanding through the video game, mm-hmm. you can easily jump in. There's also a, a PC game through Steam that was episodic. Episodic that um, Episodic. Okay. Epi- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where through episodes. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> So, but basically, it was like it's like ten bucks for one, and that helps you teach. That helps you get a sense of the lore and stuff. Okay. So then, all you have to do after that is just read the. Well, see, I would, I would ignore so much of the lore. Well, <laughs> and Deckers are there's be, that. To bring it back, bring back the Shadowrun. Deckers are kind of a strange animal. They're not mages. It's Correct. almost like you're you're. 
it's a player character that's in astral form, right? Because they're there in the net running interference for you, doing stuff, but they're not there with you. And but they, they communicate with you. They're, it's it's, it's yeah, a weird now, thing. Now, let me ask right? you, in the, in the latest, latest revision of, uh, are you familiar with Fifth? No. Okay. I'm curious what they did about the whole, I don't know, uh, wireless internet thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah, because it still it still had a very 1980s yeah. internet feel. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was it was not. Now you know I, I commend anyone who makes who makes a role playing game about the 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 near future because the near future is always a more dangerous prediction than the far future. Yes. Because you you don't know because people alive when you do it are going to know whether you were wrong. Correct. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's kind of fun though. Yes. Yeah. It's certainly it hasn't hurt when you get it. So. But he's been right a, a little bit, though. A lot, a lot of it. I mean, the augmented reality yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Lokio says, shout out to the Neo Anarchist podcast for learning the lore of Shadowrun. It's an audio history of the six worlds spoken by a Shadowrun character speaking in character. Really? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. So that's that the cool. Neo Anarchist podcast. Neo, how did I beat you? Stu, the Decker is now a part of the team, not an NPC that hacks stuff for you. No, no, I, no, I, I okay, know that's I know. A, 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 a PC. I believe you. I know it's a PC. Well, no, the uh, chat room well, hates you. I, I, of course they do. Yeah. My, my, whole, my whole problem with Deckers has always been, like, how do you... Because if they're doing their job, they're not there with you. Correct. You know, they're somewhere else, and yeah. how do you... They're somewhere VR else, thing? but they're in communication with you. Yes, yeah. but... But, it's, but you still, it's like, still splitting the party. Kind of, kind of, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes and Yes and no. Yeah, because it's, it's hard to, if they're in a secu- if they're in a secure location, right? And they're getting through to being able. It's like Chloe on twenty four, right? Sure. Well, okay, but 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 you as the GM have to turn and say, yes. okay, now I'm going to deal with you, yes. the Decker. Right. Now I'm going to have to go back yes. to the rest of the party. Yes. That's still splitting the party. It's His point yes. is valid because that's always been all, the thing. Ah, I made a valid point. It, except except they all have the same end. They they do. Yeah, and they, that's fine. They do, but you have to go like, okay. You've discovered I, something. Can you all leave while I talk to the Decker for a while? Because you, now you, you're ahead of them. You're cracking the security. This right. is what you find. Um, all right, bring them back. All right, go. Well, today you would just use Slack. Yes. Which the, which the yes. guys that made Shadowrun oh, never okay. predicted. So, yeah, that's fair. Uh, so in 5e, Deckers have to be on site to hack. Remote <laughs> hacking is a lot harder. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. That gets rid of the but whole... But once they're in the Matrix, they're back to splitting the party. So right. it's still it's they're a tricky weird character. They're not yeah. they're not like I don't know techno mages or something which yeah. have to be there to like call stuff up. There are uh, closest I can think of is Doctor Strange with his astral projections. Yeah, it's, it's like you're dealing with a ghost. They, they're there. They can talk to you, but they're not really there. They're exactly. somewhere else, or it's it's this ethereal form. They're like, hey, don't no, go through that it's, door. It's, it's just okay. like someone sitting on a computer terminal in, the, in an office somewhere yes. talking to you through yes. their cell phone. Yes. That's right. So so now that you're not running Star Wars anymore. Not right. And now that you're playing in games, which don't obviously, as based on the last email, don't take a lot of thought, you can prep a Shadowrun campaign and make it happen. <laughs> I, or you can. Don't I want no. to do L5R before I do Shadowrun? Uh, I want you to do Shadowrun before L5R, but I am, I am in the minority. I'm not I, that interested in... in sh- I'll look at 5th edition. I'll okay. see if they cleaned it. Look at 5th edition. The problem to me is it's hard to read. It's there's actually there's hard to read the words on the page. It's like... Give me white paper with black ink, and I will read that shit like a freaking boss. But yeah, I'm no but problem. Give, with put, but, but, but put all that 
L5R is... L5R is like great no, tones and shit. No, but it's no... no. There's way more contrast than all there right. is in there. Are you guys right. really arguing about like... Yes. yes. ...background and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Good. Wow. This is a great Books podcast. should be readable. No. That's, that's a lie. I'm a Luddite. 30-year-olds 30 30-year-olds 30 should get 50-year-old eyes and then pop off. Yeah. Look at my prescription. <laughs> yeah, you have no idea. My eyes, my eyes should be... Did you really finish this email all the way through? Yeah, he did. Okay, Stork did. All right. Long-time listener, first-time emailer, and soon-to-be first-time GM from Luke in Kentuckiana. Yeah. Whew. All right. My turn. Sweetie Sag, who's a douchebag? You guys, that's who. Anyway, I just bought the D&D 5e starter set under the assumption that paying actual money for something instead of using basic rules and free adventures would incentivize me into running a game. That never works. Yeah, that's good on you for thinking that. Hasbro yes. got yeah. your money. That, I say the same thing with exercise equipment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's why... Very I, good analogy. That's, that's, Very good analogy. That's why I run. Right. Because if I'm too lazy to put one foot in front of the other quickly... Guess what I did this morning for the first time in two months. Yeah. I went running. High that's five. right. I'm doing 18 tomorrow. You want to join <laughs> us? In the rain. I did one and a half. That's still better than nothing. Yeah, well, absolutely. That's and I right. played Pokemon Go. So it's like, oh, that is how I hatch all of my eggs. I will oh, tell yeah. you that right now. So marathon training is amazing for hatching eggs. All those 10k eggs just boop, yep, boop, boop, gone boop. in a second. Don't hate stork appreciate. No, I'm just. It's kind of ew. You guys are hatching eggs as you're running. It's like yeah, yeah. maybe yeah, you put them between your cheeks. I saw I saw a llama Don't birth clench. online today. That was kind of disgusting. A, what? a llama birth. Yeah. A llama birth. Yeah, Jesus. like like a I giant know, yeah. llama coming out of another giant llama's vagina. Did it come out yeah. head first? Uh, yes. And it was, was like, oh, gooey. is it out? 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 Yeah, dude, it, it was out? like is a long, it was like still making sausage. Still at the neck, still at the neck, still at the neck. Is it out? Ah, shoulders! Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we broke the door. <laughs> you can see with the llama, it just, it just, there's like some legs over, and it just keeps coming. <laughs> oh, it's still in the, oh my god, there it is. Wait, there's, and now there's feet. That's oh. right. Can you imagine giraffes? No. <laughs> oh no, giraffes just fall down. That's, That's what they true. do. They do. They're they're so high that baby giraffes actually fall from like six feet. I'm dead serious. They die of broken necks. They plummet. <laughs> no, because the necks are can so they attached. Can they can hold their heads up when they're born? Yeah, it's shocking. It's like seeing a baby horse come out. Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea you were so into veterinary medicine. I I just know it's random a, shit. Did you know an elephant's penis is over five feet long and weighs over sixty pounds when erect? Yes. Most of my yes, girlfriends I I've dated have been four eleven, the size of an <laughs> elephant penis. Yeah, I pointed that out to each one of them, including my wife. Okay. Anyway, so. Uh, oh my anyway, God. all I can think of now is like finger puppets on top of an elephant penis. They're like. Whoa! <laughs> Anyway, I was wondering if you had any advice on running an online game with a pre-made adventure and characters. I want to say yes and, no but, but at the same time, I can't really let the players do anything they want or go too far with inner party conflict. And yes, I intentionally made the last line confusing. Confusing. I hope I didn't cause any permanent brain damage. Man, that's, that was long ago. Mm-hmm. What would you recommend I do to have the party play through the adventure while still having agency? I don't want to use wandering damage, mm-hmm. but I can no. hardly rely on the goodwill of my fellow man. My friends are all assholes. Ah, That's fine. Good point. What can I do? Help me, douchey one. You are my only hope. P.S. Drank. You. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. P.P.S. Hi, Ben. I know you're listening. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. L- Wait, so it's Ben and Luke. 
No Star Wars fantasies going on there. Okay, sorry. Luke there from no, Kentucky. There's another Ben and Luke. Dukes of Hazard. Uncle Ben. It was Bo and Luke. It was Bo and Luke. No, no Uncle, but ben. Uncle Jesse. Uncle, Uncle Jesse. Uncle Ben had the rice. That's the rice. I know guy. you're confused. <laughs> yeah. And Gentle Ben had the kid. Biscuit. What? The kid. Gentle Ben the bear had the kid. Um, Not to be confused with the uh, Grizzly Adams. Anyway. That was number seven. Deep, 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 damn Duke boys. Yeah, that was... <laughs> it was Roscoe P. Coltrane. Yeah, Roscoe P. Coltrane. You're thinking of number seven. Is number seven? What's number seven? You're right, yes. It was number seven, yes. wasn't it? it was the name of the bear, yeah. I think. I think no, not right. the bear, the donkey. Yes, that's the right. The old man's donkey. That's right. I think it was number seven. Yeah, I think you might be right. What's, what are you guys talking about? It shows before you It's a really old show, when you, out when you were born. All right. Back when TV was good. That's back when people watched TV. <laughs> I, I did a big yard sale at my mom's house, and I sold... I sold my childhood Dukes of Hazard cup, and I was a little sad. Oh, <laughs> so you know, I, I was I started watching Men on the High Tower. Yeah, and then I realized when I was on Amazon Prime, there are two seasons of Twenty Four I never watched. Did you watch Twenty Four? Some, <laughs> not enough. My God, it is insane. Yeah. Jack Bauer is can do any everything. Yes, and anything. I've got stories about him. Oh, it, it, it's just hysterical. About Kiefer Sutherland yes. or about Jack Powell? About Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, I mean, this, too. But the, yeah. the show is just hysterical. It, yes. It, it, anyone, it, it takes. He's like MacGyver, Jack Reacher, and, and Jason Bourne rolled into one. Right. He's everyone. Yeah, he is. I, in, the, in this one, now I, I don't remember because it's been years because I, I had him on DVD like the first six seasons. And I watched them, and I binge watched them because it's every episode. Because each episode is one hour, one hour in a twenty-four yeah. hour right, day. I know. Yeah. And the novelty that wears off is for like season two or three. You're like, you know what? But when you've skipped it for like nine years, all right, and you go back, oh, there's two seasons left. I'm going to watch them. And Claire Dane, not Claire Dane's. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Starbuck from from uh, the new Battlestar Battle Galactica. Uh, yeah, I know exactly. Uh, Kay, uh, Katie Sackhoff. Yes, she's in the last season, which I didn't realize. She was going to be in the last season. Where is she now? Loved her. Love her. Yeah, she'll love her. Still awesome. Uh, I'll keep reading. PPS, hi Ben, I know you're listening. Luke from Kentuckiana. PPPS, I have no idea what kind of accent you should do for that particular region, but I do know I'm drinking some bourbon first couldn't... I do know that drinking some bourbon first couldn't hurt. We didn't drink bourbon. We drank Ardbeg. With the uh, Viking gay. Viking gay? It's a Viking gay. It is a Viking gay. It is. Yeah. Email part the second. Hey, Kagan, sorry I forgot about you. Luke from Kentuckiana. That's wow, a lot of shout out to all his friends there. That's weird. That's okay. Whatever. Thoughts about Roll20 and some perspectives from an, on an old gamer. N from Canada. P.S. That's right. A prescript. Ooh. Because you've got better things to do than mess with a long list of postscripts from someone that's trying to be witty with them. And I'm a, non, and I'm a non-biased, equal-to-opportunity scripter. Besides... Isn't it better to take a drink before reading the email? Cheers. I kind of, you know what? I kind of like that. I kind of like that. That, that. That's working for me. I ran out of beer, but that, it's working for me. Can you grab the, Can you grab me one out of the thing? Beer? Yeah. Hail me, mateys. Arr. Hail me, mateys. Can we answer that guy's question? Do you have a question? Yeah, he had a question. How the hell does he do it? Oh, I'm sorry. Dang, dude. Oops. You're such a doucher. Oh, sorry. There were a couple PPSs. I have no idea what kind I of accent. I read all that. Right. I read all that while you were well, pissing. Eat a dick. I, I, I'm going to answer that with a clip. Why problem make when you no problem have Why you problem don't want make? to make? Why do you have to not let them do what they want to do? That is my question. 
as a first well, as a first time GM, it's scary. And, and to be fair, he says he's playing with assholes. Can you imagine playing a whole a whole table full of Stevens? And no, stars? I could never imagine playing with a full. Well, table no, but as a first time as a first time GM. So 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 let me let me. It has been years. It has been years since I had GM'd, right. and I got an easy group of Stork, Steven, who was being nice to me, Jib, and Gina. Right? Yeah, you did. And and it was really nice. And I wasn't as prepared as I could have, as I should have. That's been. fantastic table. You've got you've got a wrench thrower. You got yeah. someone who's going to try to talk his way out of every fight. Yes. You've got Gina, who is going to dutifully pick up every clue that you can find. Absolutely. Yeah, you've got a great table. And I absolutely shit the bed, one hundred percent. Right, it was it was a you little screwed up. Yes, oh oh, right, left, and center. It was I was not as prepared as I should have been. I was a little more railroady than I thought I was going to be. I didn't know how to yes and to the point that I wanted to, and it was and it was really sad because Stork was These the are one. All really fair observations on that. That was they really are. Stork was setting stuff up for me to sort of take the reins, but what he was asking didn't fit in my. In my purview of what was going on on the space station, and so I knowed him, and I and I knowed him you know in what? the wrong way. We're going to talk about this at some point because someone actually mentioned it on the forums. Okay, knowing some, knowing and owing someone is <laughs> not a freaking sin. No, 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 it's not. There's but plenty I, of times when it's not only justifiable but the right thing to yes, do. Yes, it is. Yeah. But. So, so, so setting the scene is 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 they were on a, a space station. We were playing Mongoose Traveler. And and there was there were bombs planted around. There was a time limit, stuff like that. And they're they're running out. And Stork's like Stork's character said, "I I look in the kitchen. Is there a dumb dumb waiter system? Is there something that I can go through? Is there a way out through all this thing? You know." And I was explaining it was automated. It was stuff like that. And he wanted to explore that much more than my mind was willing to let him. Is that I had I had so it? They're, they're trying to get out of this place in a hurry. Th- yes, yeah. as fast as possible. Okay. Why would you say no? There's not a dumb way. Because well, in my mind, it was completely automated, so it was very small, very narrow, and very very fast. And everything. What did like, it that, move? That, that it couldn't. It moved food. It just moved food it and moved dishes food. and stuff like that. So like completed plates and stuff. Correct. Yeah. And so so, but I didn't communicate that well enough to him because I was so. Why wouldn't you just make the dumb waiter bigger? Great observation. I should have. I wasn't thinking in that moment because I was so consumed with everything else that was going on. That that happens. I, you know, that I can understand. And, and so and and like, look, we've had this conversation. I owned all my sins on that one. I uh, did a lot wrong. I did a ton wrong. And it's probably one of the reasons that I've stepped back from even GMing further because you nobody I, hated you for that game. You and what? The, and the game, nobody hated you for no, that no, game. No, 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 no. But I know what I did. I'm my biggest critic, yeah. and I know what I did wrong. And I don't. I know that I don't have the time to rectify those sins right now. And I, I'd love to get back into it, and I'd love to co-GM at some point. And Dave and I have co-GM to Rift's game at a mm-hmm. con since then. But, but I, it's it it still feeds on me a little bit, right? That I that I want to go and I want to fix it. But but having that confidence in what you're doing. To yes and enough to come back to where you need to go isn't easy. Right. Isn't easy at all. And, and I know we, you know, in the, on this podcast it's thrown out, yeah, just yes and, just yes and, and, and the players will take you where you need to go. But I had an idea. It requires, a, it requires a level of confidence to be able to trust yourself to be able to come up with stuff on the fly. Anyone can come up with, a, with stuff on the fly. The problem is whether you're trusting the fact that you're doing it and you're trusting the fact 
that it's going to work out. There's more That's than, where the problem yeah, There's comes more from. than that. Your question to him, which is, why wouldn't you let the dumbwaiter be big enough to fit in, is, th- is the crux of it, which is he had, he had a whole food system thing set up in his head, and, which makes sense. And so he was trying to tell me, you can't get out this way. Find another way out. And I kept harping on it, figuring it out. You would have said, yeah, okay, you find a, you find a hatch eventually. But there, there's almost a detachment where you have to go, all right, you've set up this whole food system thing. He isn't getting it. I have to take a step back and go, all right, I, he needs to get out of the space station. He's not going to get out the other way. He's set here, so I will give him an exit route through here. And you have to have that ability to take that step back at that point. That- He's not leaving the kitchen. i got to give him an out. Uh, it's that, a really specific example, but yes, it, it is. But but it, but I think, I I think I don't know. This is no hit on you. Mm. I think the the first thing is listening and understanding what the player is wanting to do. Yes. and they're not always yeah. telling you that specifically. No, sometimes you have to ask. I've played. I the, there, the, that is but see that is really hard. I played in in a game that Dave ran. He ran a. Traveler game, and I was playing a character yeah, who's trying to walk. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to talk our way into something. Yeah, and I'm talking and talking and talking, and finally Dave had to stop me and say, "What is it you want out of the scene?" Because I had like rolled the twelve yeah. on my yep. deception yep. roll. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. very talking. I'm talking yeah. circles around this this yeah. poor guy guarding the door. He says, "I just want to get inside so we can look around." Oh, okay, and because but he had to stop and yeah. ask me, "What is it you want? What right. is it you're you're trying to do?" I just want to get inside. And once, you, he, once I said and that, you he's do like, that, oh, yeah. And you do that as a GM effortlessly. You say to yourself, all right, what is it this player's trying to do? Oh, he just wants to get inside. There is nothing wrong with asking the player. No. If the player, if, if, you're, if you get into and a situation where, where you start asking questions about the dumbwaiter system, it says, well, what are you trying to get out of the dumbwaiter system? Are you trying to order food? Yeah. Are, you know, what right. is it you want out of it? I'm going to see if I can fit inside of it. It's like we're, we're, and if he had said, oh, I want to see if I can fit inside of it, you may have in your head gone, well, I was kind of thinking it was like this, but there's really no reason it wouldn't be like. Well, but it takes, so, one, it I mean? takes one more leap, which is to go. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let go of the whole food system thing because he needs to get out of the space station. So this is his escape route. All right, yes, I'll give you that. There's a maintenance patch because you do have to go re- replace the food. Yeah, or the dumbwaiter's bigger, or but, or there's a ventilation shaft right next to it, but, or whatever. The party didn't split. I'm in the kitchen. He's got so he's juggling these balls, and he right. Just and wasn't. I, believe me, I know. When you get in the middle of a middle, especially if it's a tense situation where yeah. you've got a time limit, and you as GM are trying to create that sort of anticipatory urgency, and you did of, have a count of the clock, situation, if I remember correctly. Yeah, there, and, there was an actual countdown and, in the show, and you, you that that creates a feedback loop because you're trying to be anxious and urgent about what's happening Absolutely. to convey that to the players. That in turn causes you to become that, and it gets hard. I understand it gets harder to do that stuff, mm-hmm. but I think. It really comes down to to really listening to what the players are saying and discerning what it is they're trying they're 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 going after. All good actors say that acting is reacting, and I think all good GMs are the same way. You have to listen to your players and what it is they're saying to yes. you. Yes, not and they may not even be saying it well. They may be in the kitchen going, I'm, I, I'm, I want to look at the dumbwaiter. I, w- I want to look at the dumbwaiter. There's a dumbwaiter. And you're like, there is no dumbwaiter. It's all automated food. No, but I, w- I want to look at the dumbwaiter. And you have to say to yourself. Why does he keep saying dumbwaiter? Oh, you want a way out. Right. You have to... You have to you or have ask to re- him, why are you so interested in a dumbwaiter? Well, I'm hoping I can fit my fat ass through it so I can oh, get out of this place. right, Kay. And that's... 
Yeah. And, and good actors are able to, to listen and re- react that way. And it's, it's a learned skill. I think all GMs, good GMs, do that. Stu's exceptional at it. And he's gotten to the point now where it's all just, and he's like, bring it on. I don't care. Well, I mean, but sometimes. we're not all that good. Yeah, sometimes. running, I mean, like, obviously a lot of it comes from experience, right? You've run There's a, a yeah. level he of games, you know. And obviously the preference to run games probably feeds into that as opposed to playing it. You're more comfortable behind the screen, yeah, engaging yeah. in that yeah. point of view. I'm, Although, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, a troublemaker as a player, generally speaking. Yeah, the the, the political <laughs> what was it? Your political <laughs> warlord in Kimmy's uh, game. I'm yeah. not, you're not necessarily a troublemaker. You're just you're very you're very kind of analytical, sort of by the book. You don't necessarily play your character yet, but that's also I think also the it lack depends of on the character. Kind of it, it depends on the character. Like the the um, like in Bill's game. I had the character I had, and, and he went, but then he died. Star Spangle or Star Spangle? No, no, that's, Zach, an, that's a new guy. Brash Zanix. Oh, Bra- Spar, right. Star Star Spangle. Star Spangle is the new guy. Is the new guy. But Zanuck, I just okay. now have finally I had ju- by the last session just kind of figured out who that guy is. Right, right. It takes a while. It, it does. Bitch. But now I know who he is, and you know, good on her. <laughs> so I explained this side note. I'm still pissed off that the ship, but me as Rob is pissed off the ship is gone. Me as my character, like understands. Is, no, no, no. <laughs> understands that that was my mistake in 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 command. Yeah. And so I'm putting it on my shoulders. Yeah, you should. I should have thought everything. It is it is my error to own. But me as Rob is just wants to shank somebody. <laughs> Like I am so pissed off. I'm just thinking good for her. Yeah. No. Well, I think both you and your character are thinking good for her, which is a complete problem that I'll address later on. So she stole the ship. I can't wait for my character to find out. Oh fuck me, dude. But I, I, I think so pissed. Still, still, me pissed. In not this, my character. In this situation. Pissed. Well, it's it's a pre-made it's a pre-made it's a adventure. adventure. So 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 I think the key is. What, the problem you're gonna, the problem you're probably gonna run into, a, is whether they take the hook. Yes. Um, if you start out with, hey, I've got this module I want to yes, run. One hundred percent. Set the expectations. Well, if they're asshole players, they're like, oh, that's great. We're gonna do everything we can to avoid that. Well, hook. but then, but then if you can keep throwing out things that tie back. Yeah. Fuck you. Well, I'm not going to take that hook. If, if they're yeah. that much assholes after you've said, I've got this module I want to run. Get new friends. Because <laughs> I would like to... Pra- yes, get new friends. I would like to practice GMing because I haven't GMed since nineteen freaking 80 You know what? That's fair. That's fair. Let your players know. Look, guys. Right. Come yeah, on. Set expectations. Throw me a bone, guys. Come on. Right. Yeah. And then the other thing is they will come up with solutions to problems that they don't anticipate in the rules. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. It just, it just happens. They're yeah. going to grapple. Yeah. That's where you yes Know and. the rules. That's where you yes and. That's where you decide, okay, in this situation, is this solution to this problem going to work? In addition to the, all of the solutions they might anticipate in the text, yes, it probably will, yeah. or no, it won't because of whatever XYZ. reasons. Yeah. In fact, there's an email, I think, that we'll, we're going to read next week from someone... Sorry. Who says wow, uh, foreshadowing? Well, yeah, yeah. Um, he but, reads emails, but basically, he he said that very specifically in the Pathfinder Society 
like GMing guidelines or whatever, they said if someone comes up with another solution that uses a different skill set than that, you go ahead and do that. Just don't change the die mod or the what do they call it the difficult target numbers of yeah. DCs. Yeah, well, I remember Bill talking about that last episode where yeah. he said he didn't think that that was the case and stuff. But right. Yeah. It's I, very specific. Someone actually quotes part of it. Is That's it fair awesome. to say that as a GM? You have to be a fan of your players. You want them to succeed. Absolutely. And and if if you take that mindset, if they're trying to solve a problem and it's unconventional and it doesn't necessarily fit with the parameters of the module, and you're looking through the things going, I don't know, they didn't. There's nothing about well, charming your way fun. into this. Uh, Let me amend something. Okay. You don't want to be a fan of your players. You want to, or a fan of the PCs. You want to love the PCs. Because. Yes, you want them to succeed, but you want them to get there and earn it themselves. Uh, okay, correct. I get it. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's like it's it, like your kids. It's like you have your kids. It's like, oh, uh, you know, I could stop them from doing this thing that they're doing that lighting like that thing on fire really dangerous, but could hurt a little. Or I can let them figure it out on their own, and they'll never do it again. Right. You know, it's that kind of. You know what I mean? I I, I absolutely do. But I, Man, I guess I'm, that's important. But my, my point is that if you hold on to that. If they try to do something unconventional, you should at least be enough of a fan to go, okay, I have no rules for this. I'm going to let you succeed, which oh, is what the yes and is about. Yes. Is, it, is it consistent with the, with right. the narrative? Is it right. consistent with the setting? And, and is there ultimately, any is why, it moving the plot forward? Is there any reason why this can't succeed? If there, that's the biggest thing. Is there any real concrete reason besides it's not if written it's, down? If it's not, yeah. if this yeah. thing can't happen this uh, way, uh, uh, then it's let not it written down, it can't happen. And, and one thing I made a mistake about is trying to have that answer right away. Right. Take that second. Oh, sure. Think about it. Pause. Even if even if the entire table is looking at you. There's a reason games take four hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I thought that was combat. Or, or why you take um, a lot of bathroom breaks. So, so, but, but I mean, like, not even the bathroom break. Just be like, hold on, let me think about this for a second. And that's, you know what? All the players will go, yeah, yeah, I need to get some water or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Because we all want a good game. Yeah. It's and, okay to do that. And even, even by to do that. the GM taking a pause, it offers the chance for a character to almost uh, defend his position or defend his actions. You know, okay, well, hold on. Let me think about that for a second. And then the player jumps in. Well, I want to do it because X, Y, Z, and you said this before, and this leads to that, which may, may help sway you even. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so taking that moment, I think, is a big help and something that... GMs in their all power and well, all control tend to want to have the answer right away. J- Jib's a very introspective GM. Whenever, oh, I, whenever yeah. I played with a game with him, very he'll much. pause very much and go, and his eyes flutter back and he goes, hmm. And there's long pauses and yes. everybody's hanging. Yeah, oh, it's, and we all, it's awesome. And yeah. no, nobody, nobody goes, oh, and nobody table flips. So it's okay mm. to take a long pause and go, let me, let me, hold on a minute, let me think about this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's what we're gonna do, and yeah. and everybody. And now we're all back in the game again. It that's perfectly okay. Yeah. Um. Sometimes it, as, as we as GMs think that we have to have the answer right then and there, and we have to be you know keep it flowing, keep it moving. It's, yeah. it's okay to go. I need a second to think about this. Give me a second. And in all right, so you pull out of the game, and, you, and that's yes. that's the way this stuff works. As a GM, you've got a lot of balls in the air. Every once in a while, the juggler has to catch all the balls. Go reset. Reset, right? Now we're going to add a watermelon. Okay, cool. <laughs> you know, but 
that's the nature of it, right? Thanks, Calgar. I might yeah. break down. You can, you can, you can, you can break down the analogy all you want, but that's kind of what it is. All of a sudden, you know, now you've got a, a different ball in the air. Yeah. But you're trying to integrate these d- desperate elements, and, and it's, it's important to keep your wits about you know whatever it takes. Stop, take a deep breath, get your mic back on, and uh, and. That was to you. Get your mic back on and 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 keep going. Well, so and I think Luke, one of the one of the the keys here is if you need to take that moment, it's an easy trick in in interviewing when you're interviewing with a with a journalist Ooh, or your spokesperson. Okay. You repeat the question back to them, and, and that, they love right? that. And the reason they love that is that the way they don't have to have themselves recorded saying the question. Correct. Mm-hmm. They have you saying a complete sentence. Yeah. Well, the reason I like this game is because blah 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 yes. blah. And they can just use that clip rather than inserting it's, themselves. It's exactly. also when you're live on a mic. Yeah. If somebody asks you a question from the audience, you have to repeat that question because <clears throat> no, exactly. And so, so if someone comes up and says, "I want to get into the dumb way," fuck that mage. Through no. uh, whatever it's happened, no. and so you say, "Well, okay, you would like to let me get the let me get my age. All right, my how would you like to do that? You know, really specific example. It's it's happened. <laughs> Mages deserve it. By I the believe way. that was going to be the, the the first expansion of Fatal. Was oh. the skull fucking book? I'm I'm still disappointed that you no way. Out on that. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do we it. We were going to coach you. I don't know. I'm not going to do it. I don't want to. I don't want anyone to have a good time playing that guy's. I don't want to give that guy any money. We wouldn't you give don't have money. To. You can get the. You find the book on free. It all doesn't over the matter. Place. He's yeah. still. You're still. But you're I don't. Still, I don't want. I, I think it. that you could use it. You could. You could use it with different trappings, and no one would know that that was the system. It's so. It uses a D1000 system. Okay, everyone, grab three D10s because you're going to be rolling. To the first decimal point percentage. Uh-huh. No, we should just pretend this game doesn't even exist. Even talking about it just empowers it's, it. It's in. It's in one of the songs. It's in the opening song or one of the. It's not in, it's not in the opening song. Which which song is it? It's in one doesn't of the songs. Matter. Thoughts I don't about World Twenty it from it perspective of an old gamer. I, I was already reading this. And from Canada. All right. Uh, the 80s when World Twenty came out, it gave me the chance to game with people from around the globe that I've known, played computer games with but never had a chance to enjoy a good old tabletop RPG with. We picked D&D the fifth, selected a DM from our midst, and set sail. The first few sessions made me glad that I had some basic programming skills and knew how to run a spreadsheet. Simple things like adding the sneak attack damage from of my rogue was either somewhat cumbersome or required some rather technical macro-making skills. Oh, for Roll20. Right. That must have been early on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm sure they've got full support for 5th edition D&D. I would, I would, yeah. Uh, I believe this is the version of Roll20 that you have all seen. That's, okay, all right. all right. Fortunately, Roll20 is a lot easier to run since the updates. How easy, you ask? It's best. It's the best character sheet I've ever used. Nice. And I've used a lot of different ones. So I wish I, I could make every character in Roll20. I love... They need to have a print function. I love that <laughs> I can drag armor from the list onto my sheet, and it calculates my AC. Wow. Likewise, spells, weapons, and abilities from the D&D's free content are all there for you to drag and drop with pleasure. You can always print screen, right? For your drag and drop pleasure. Yeah, I suppose. Um, I love that all rolls are accomplished by clicking the name of the weapon, spell, save, skill uh, that you need to use. I love that all of the boxes can resize to fit the text you put them in. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Roll 20 used... 
to be rather mathy, but now the math is all behind the scenes and nothing, and there's nothing left but enjoying the game. I suggest you dust off your accounts and look at how brilliant the new uh, Roll20 is. Stay amazing. N. I'm going to read the second one as well because it's also about D20. All right. Um, from the warm west coast of Canada. Right, Vancouver. Like British w- Columbia. Warm, right, yeah. Warm is relative, right? Like, it's still damn high. And it's still probably. I'm sure the chilly. water there is cold as shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, you know what? Around there, around the Orcas Islands and all that stuff, they get this weird current that comes through there. And Isn't that where all the feet come in? The f- feet? You never heard about the feet? The yeah, ocean feet that I come have. in? Yeah. The, my my theory is that that came from the the the, the millennium uh, tsunami. Yeah, but there every so often, and this has been happening for the last like decade or so. Feet. <laughs> totally this is totally dubious. This is totally true. Feet in shoes wash up on coasts. Yes, and it's been happening for well, over a decade. One of those a lot weird of, websites you visit. No, a lot of time it's like plane crashes and stuff like that. I guess that the, the body parts force. get ripped off. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, it, not just that, but I mean, why are they washing up on the coast of Vancouver? Why I, not? Maybe because it's of the nice not? <laughs> maybe because of the current. That is not a scientific answer. <laughs> maybe it's the it's the currents. I don't know. Coming but, from Japan, some, like after the tsunami came out, it just ended up over there. Yeah, and they get they get feet in shoes because the shoes are buoyant. And obviously, what happens is sea life comes along and eats the rest nom, of the nom, person, nom, nom, nom. but only gets so far into the into the shoe. And if they're wearing any kind of athletic shoe, loafers. You know, if they're wearing any kind of athletic shoe, there's air inside the sole, right? Yeah. There's so, air bubbles in the so sole, so it, it stays it on floats. the surface. Yeah, it doesn't sink to the bottom of the ocean. Oh, so yeah, horrifying. they get feet. So they uh, feet that wash up. Yeah. And apparently, it, 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 I think it slowed down, but there was a, a while where you would find if you put if you searched for feet foot washes up on shore, you would get all kinds of hits. And it's mostly along the northern west coast of the United States and Canada. Sounds like your next freak show game. Okay. Feats in the ocean. Feats in the ocean. <laughs> F-E-A-T-S? Feats don't sail me now. Feats oh. don't sail me now! <laughs> there you go. But I, I assume... These boots are made for Because there were so many of them. Because at one point, there was like a story every couple of days. Yeah. And Do I'm you have Google alerts for this? Like, what is going yeah. on? Yeah. Okay. But I, I, he, I, he I, trolls a lot of weird websites. Trust me. He, he just trolls. Stu- stu- I, but I assumed it was because of, it was because of the, the, the 2000... The millennium. The, the, the 1999 tsunami. tsunami. Yeah. Because that killed like... Oh, 150 or 170,000 oh, yeah. people. Well, yeah. It was massive. I, I, growing up in Oregon, I know that the currents and the wind come almost directly from Japan. There, were, yeah. there are... I remember as a kid, they found like this weird contraption in the woods, and they brought it out, and they had <coughs> like hot air balloons that were bombs that they would yes. like drift over the ocean, and they would get to the northwest, and they were, they were trying to catch the forest. The, so the Japanese successfully yes. bombed Oregon six different times. A couple, it's these weird paper balloons. But the but the coast or the the currents run the same way. Like uh, last year or two years ago, part of a dock washed up. It was it was like a hundred feet oh, worth that, of dock. That, 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 a lot like, of that like, stuff like, is probably coming directly from the from the tsunami, tsunami from the yes. Japanese tsunami. But that's yeah, the way the, the coast Fukushima. comes in. There, there. I remember as a kid, we would rent these. Um, um, it's really boring to people, but but we would I'm rent fascinated. these. We rent these uh, these cabins, and they would always have have these glass floats up around the big storms happen. Back in the day, the Japanese would use these glass floats to keep the fishing nets up. That's a long gone. Everybody used plastic oh, yeah. floats now. So if you have a glass float, it's a collector's item. It's That's really cool. cool. But after big storms, these things, so the currents pretty much come directly from 
there all the way, and I'm sure they hit Vancouver and the East Coast too, and or, uh, the West Coast of, of of Canada too. Makes sense you would get feet, feet docks, right. and all that all that detritus. There's a whole pile of stuff coming from the Japanese mm-hmm. tsunami, like yeah, whole boats and stuff is is well, headed in this direction. The, a yeah. huge section of dock washed up on like Cannon Beach or something yeah. in, in Oregon. They're like, and, and they could. It has like Japanese writing on it. They're like, uh, "We got your dock. <laughs> you, you, you guys want to come back? pick it up?" Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, nah. "No, we're good. Yeah, we're good. We rebuilt it. It's cool. They, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's cool, bro. It's almost exactly it's, what it's happened. Cheaper to rebuild it than ship it back." Yep. yep. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so uh, that was from N. Thank you for the clarification. Did I read this? P.S. Not. Oh, no, P.S. Not to be read it. on the air. Aha. Yeah. Okay. Done. There it is. Done. And you were going to read the next one? It's a really, really complimentary to I, I fixed this. By yeah. the way, I, I fixed this. Okay. It's still the, the, the Mail 2 thing doesn't yeah. work for some reason, at least on my computer. Maybe Mail 2 is kind of broken now. It's an old thing. Roll 20 and gaming table from Steve. Last episode, there was a discussion about Roll 20, and when someone mentioned using it at the game table, there was a lot of confusion. If you have a tablet type device, the mapping tool in Roll 20, the mapping tools in Roll 20 are perfect. Put it on the table, and you have your map. Put the minis and the fog of war if you paid for it. Move the minis around, etc. Great if you don't have all the st- all your stuff with you, or a one shot you don't want to buy minis for. Just use the map and with some bells and whistles. Pretty damn nifty. Are you telling me that fog of war is a microtransaction? Yeah, uh, you have to pay for it. Yeah, that's kind of. Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think well, you have to- how many? T- I don't know. Most people, <coughs> when we play D anD D, we would have a module where you just drop it down to go here, and people would, fr- you know, or like, oh, is that the next room? And people didn't really do that. The whole fog of war thing is just one more layer that we added onto our own because of MMORPGs. Yes, or uh, I think, well, first no, off, because the first time, the first time like I saw Warcraft. it was was Warcraft. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was way old. Like Bill, that's not. There was a lot of video games before that. Yes, there were. No, I know it wasn't innovation, but it's still way old. Okay. Did they have Fog of War? In, in, I, in I think there may have been earlier games that were. I'm not sure. Well, I mean, Fog of War is a very common thing, like going back pre-Napoleon. That's a different the Fog idea. of it's War. It's a different Fog of War. And, and That's back, a, back when we were playing the game, it's more of a, No, it's an idiom. Back, You're an idiom. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like limiting how much, how much you can see. Well, it was though. It kind legitimately of. was. So back back when we were like mapping as we went along, you were creating your own fog of war. Yes, right, you exactly. Were. Yes. yes, yes. The GM just because because okay, I go into the next room. Okay, then in you the old the days room. when we gamed, we used our words and we had graph paper and we <laughs> mapped it. Yeah, that, that's how big true. is it? It's it five by five. It's eight by eight, and we and yeah. we would map it as we went along. And it's kind of cool because at the end of it, you had this, and then we could compare like and they're oh, totally wow, different. Totally different. Yeah, right. That was that was the best part. Is is as a GM, they would say, okay, you map it out. Uh-huh. And you would just come up with something wildly different. Like, one of our friends actually made a, a map that looked like a uterus. <laughs> it was just, it was awkward. Because uh, so. I, I can remember, like... Uh, yeah, Cyber Everything says, Fog of War is better than Mustard Gas of War. That's true. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just finished the the World War One thing from... Uh, oh, Hardcore History? Hardcore History, yeah, that was good. Scary. That was good. It was like six episodes long. It's, and they're like yeah. three-hour episodes. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's like a 14 or 15-hour deal. Yeah, that was good. Do. That was worth the money. God, it was so good. Yeah. To my turn next? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to finish this. Did I do all the reading? You did. I did. You okay. did. Yeah, go. Yeah, go. Uh, picking up a dormant game from Jordan. Hello, podcasters. I'm writing in because my players are interested in picking up a campaign that's been dormant for a few years. Aha. Uh-huh. Stu? 
Oh, are you listening? Yes, I am. Yeah, but uh, the mm-hmm. campaign died when scheduling conflicts eventually made me, uh, uh, eventually made way for me to for me moving to a different state. Even though for my moving to a different state. Yeah. All right, I had to navigate my way through that sentence. Uh, since specifically specificity specificity is the soul of narrative I have my players exploring a once war-torn continent that is racked with natural disasters for centuries and only recently became accessible the last session had the party recovering an artifact of unknown of of unknown make for the wizard they owed a significant favor to the party eventually got a hold of an orb of annihilation which is never a good thing no. Since this was a 4E, I turned it into a weapon that they could do at will encounter. The deadly powers with at the expense of healing surges. It was never used, but successfully got my players to reconsider their mission and possibly turn on each other. Sweet beer. So, my concern is this. What are some options to pick up the campaign? Should I do so where I left off? Should I pick it up at a later time? With or without different characters? If so, how long should I let pass? Should I just let Sippy Dogs lie and let them remember the game fondly? I have plenty of ideas for a setting, but I want to make sure I capture the magic of the game without it feeling like a shadow of the original. Thanks for reading. Okay. Go ahead. No, 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 you guys go first. Okay, so this this reminds me. Stork, you will be enthralled and amazed, but I actually played Numenera. Did you? Yes. About a month ago, give or take. Really? And and they, the idea, the premise of the game comes in with some of this stuff. Yes, where, it does. Where you're exploring stuff and you find technologies from previous that's, existences and you don't that, know how to use it. That's the whole it. theory yeah. of the game. They really want you to explore and interact with the world. Yeah. They're and huge so, on like, that. Say, say you find an iPhone, right, on the ground or whatever, but you can only figure out how to use it as a flashlight. Right, and so that's the thing: is that you use this amazing piece of technology, but you can only find like a little piece. One one percent of its one percent exactly right. right, and so so that's the whole idea, right? And and so reading this, it made me think of that idea. What if if you want to keep the same setting, if your players want to keep the same ideas, you front it a little bit. They found some of these really cool things off of this continent. They found the Orb of Annihilation. They came back and said, like, this is this amazing thing. They grew to some power, but for some reason, it, they either used it and some horrible thing happened. Or they, you know, just, just whatever you want to do for your narrative, like something happened within this Orb of Annihilation. And it led to people kind of picking up the pieces, right? I think something like that would be extremely interesting in exploring the narrative... <coughs> 50, 100, 200 years down the line. Right. To my mind, you've got a deus machina in your hand. Yes. It could be an orb of annihilation. That's just what you've labeled it. It could be anything. I mean, uh, you could simply have your players wake up in an abandoned, bombed-out city holding a broken sphere. (coughs) Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck just happened? You don't know. The last thing you know is you got an orb of what you thought was an orb of annihilation, and now you're here. Oh, what I mean, if, yeah, it, like... And they could be in the future, they could be in the time past. travel, yeah. They could have time-traveled, it could be in a completely different system. They, Ooh. You, you, are, you, are, you, have a, you have a complete blank slate because you've given them 
an object of unknown power. And and you also have the, the wonderful ability of getting rid of that object of unknown power and starting all over again. That's so really it cool. is a deus machina. You've got a thing there that can reset anything you want. You've only labeled it the one thing. They don't really know. They've never used it. You've just said it's an orb of annihilation. They can use it. And all, all you have to do is just say, you know, we're starting here and you're standing around the shards of a broken orb. Go. Yeah. I... <clears throat> The thing that concerns me about the email, and I've fallen into this trap myself, is trying to, quote-unquote, recapture the magic of the old game. Mm. Yes. Be careful about that. Stork and I work at the Renaissance Fair. Renaissance mm-hmm. Fair has been going on now for 54 years. We've been doing yep. it 25 years. But it's, it's been going on. I mean, there is arguably four generations of people who have worked the Renaissance Fair. Going on five. And... Each generation, as they get older, look fondly back at the past. Glen Helen was the best place. Glen- Agora Agora Hills was, was the, the best place. We laughingly yeah. were going to write a whole song about that, and now we actually are fondly remembering our, our <laughs> days. Devor. Remember with the lake? Devortex. Remember when we were on the other oh. side of the lake, right? But the, here, here's a, we had an entertainment. We have entertainment directors, and and our our groups, all of the actors that work at this fair, work under these entertainment directors. And I don't remember if it was our current one or the ones before who said this, but they talked a lot about how the magic of the fair and people talk about how magical the fair seemed. Magical in a, not not in a literal sense. Yeah. But how magical the fair seemed in the old days. The first time you go to it and you get there and it's like, this is amazing. There's people here who are kind of nerdy just like me and they like dressing up in weird costumes and people are into some kind of Weird hobby. Sexual that, fetishes. There's that too. Yeah, no, you know, this is the whole fair thing where you actually go there that you're transported to another time. Yes, right. yes. Right. So take your cynicism somewhere else. And the, somewhere else. The, for, the, for just a second. The thing that one of our enter- entertainment directors said to us is, yes, the, 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 the past years and the past eras of the fair, which has been going on for a long time now. Mm-hmm. I mean, the people who were there for the very first original ones are now very, very old. <clears throat> those times were very magical, but let's make new magic, mm-hmm. right? I like and that's that. a very inspiring thing, and I think that's the sort of thing you need to remember if you're trying to quote unquote recapture the magic yes. of, a, of a campaign. You're making a mistake. Stuart wrote a song about that, really encapsulating that. We're the ones that oh, made those th- times, and we can bring them back, and we can bring right. them back. Make y- y- if you. Do what enthuse what you find what makes you enthusiastic. Yes. If that is starting out the exact moment after you started that you ended that campaign, do it that way. If that doesn't isn't what you want, make it hap- Make it whatever happened happened. Maybe that maybe it's twenty years later or ten years later. The characters are now older people. Maybe they're semi-retired or, mm-hmm. or at least they're retired from adventuring. The event happened. Maybe you give them a synopsis of what happened to each character separately. Maybe they saw it slightly differently, so they each have their own perspective yeah. of the thing. And then they're going to meet together for some sort of reunion or something ten years later. After maybe maybe it didn't end well. Maybe it ended in a very bad, tragic like way. A fight, yeah, almost. Maybe if one of the player players isn't going to be show up, their character got killed by this thing. Who yeah. knows? I mean, yeah. there's all kinds of ways you could do this to create an, a new adventure or to create. Take those characters. It, I read when I read um, uh, episode seven, uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. The whole time I'm kind of frowning because 
I was reading episode four in a lot of ways. Yes. The beats, the order of many of the beats yes. was very similar. However, when I went and I saw the movie and I saw Princess Leia or General Leia and Han Solo see each other for what we know, according to the fiction of the was film, a, was a long is time. 30 years or all kinds of history and a lot of bad stuff in between them. That scene to me really touched me. Yes. In a way, reading it in the book just couldn't do it. Yes. Right? And all of that other stuff, all of the fact that, well, the, 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 the story beats are similar, death star, yeah, yeah. just went away because of that one emotional moment of that, of knowing, not even knowing what the history is. Yes. But just knowing that there's been a lot of very bitter history between these two people who still probably fundamentally really love, love each, each other. Love each other. Yeah, exactly. And, and watching that, it was bitter, it was sweet. And it just made that film for me, that one moment in there, and, and especially when Chewie comes up and hugs her to break the tension. Exactly. And it's like, and, and, and that's the kind of thing that you can, you have the opportunity of doing when you have a story that you've stopped and then you had a huge amount of time go by, mm-hmm. especially if, you've, if those characters were really well established and really well known. Yeah. Have each of the players say, okay, maybe some time has passed. This event happened. We'll figure out what that event was. Maybe we'll even sit down and roll some dice to figure out how it, how how it came went out. out yeah. Or maybe the GM will just say, that was a pretty tragic ending. Yeah. And some of you made it out. Or whatever it was. Well, and then let, let, it, let it go from that point. But trying to capture that moment, you're not the same players that you were then. And you're not the same age. You don't have the same perspective as, as, yeah, as and, people. And, and, yeah. and you've, you've maybe played other games and played even more epic games. And now... I mean, because everything we played when we were in 15 and 14 years old seemed, really was awesome, it was the best thing ever, right? Yeah. But, but it's know, not. when I was a little, little kid and I watched Gumby, I thought Gumby was the best show in the world. Gumby's then I watched it when I was 12. Creepy. And I'm like, what? Did, what was Except I for thinking? Prickle and Goo. What was I thinking? Well, yeah. Goo is hot. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of things we could do at 15 that we can't do when we're 15. <laughs> Masturbating right. Multiple times a day, even. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so it's a, to, to me, there's there's two ways to solve this. Really, you could you could take the same characters and you take them out of their place and put them in a new place. Right now, it's the same characters picking up where they left off with a completely new situation mm-hmm. uh-huh. with all new problems to solve and a whole new set of rules. Or you take those characters, you move them on, and they're no longer as capable as they were, in, and the situation has changed. Which is, seems to be you love to move ahead the second of time. generation, right? Second maybe generation to the or, second generation, or maybe they realize. We're the only ones that really know what happened in this situation. We're my, the only ones that can solve if, if it. And they, w- maybe we're maybe you're ca- you've degraded the characters. Now they're old, so which, they've lost a lot of physical stats. There was a there was an, a movie with Tommy Lee Jones and Clint Eastwood and stuff like that where they were all astronauts. Space did, Cowboys. Space Cowboys. They right. did that very same thing. Yeah, where they were well, like we're the only ones that can save everybody. To my mind, I would, I would move. I would I would make them uh, strangers in a strange land, as yeah. opposed to. Making them older people in the same land, mm-hmm. uh, only because that way they can pick up where they left off with the same characters, same experience, same power set. But they're now mm-hmm. they're completely fish out of water. They don't know where they like are, that, what's that going on, instantaneous. Who and now it's a whole new adventure. They don't have to rely on the past because they're in a new place, a new time. It, could, it, it just has to be a different continent. 
with different architecture, different magic system, or different different types of mages, different different uh, mythos. It, yeah. That's all it takes. Almost they can a different, teleported like to a, like a different you, system. You, you go from uh, Middle Age England to to India or, yeah. or or you know someplace in the Middle East. Completely different kind of world. They're a fish out of water. You know, mm-hmm. now they have to adapt, and it's it will be a different game picking up where they left off without having to carry the baggage that they have from the other game yeah. with them. And that's really the problem. That's what we're it's trying to solve. It's that baggage, that baggage problem, yeah. that baggage issue. So I like what Stu mentioned, though, because as as we've gotten older, we've gotten better, right? Like, I can go back no, to my... Not better. <laughs> well, I was I can... so awesome back then. <laughs> Fair. Noted. Um, the old Rift games were amazing. They were horrible. <laughs> oh, sure. But they were amazing, yeah. right? right? And so, like, going back to that, I'd be like... Because your threshold of experience was very yeah, low. Yeah, and I'd be like... <laughs> Expectations. I'd be like, oh, my God, like, my super strength of, like, 27 on a, on a, on a you know, an 18-point scale was just the best thing ever, right? No, it wasn't. It was awesome, but it still wasn't the best and, thing ever. And I've often, I've often said, as an adult now, you know, like, I have a house and a car and stuff. But back then, I didn't. That was a pipe yeah. dream. Was a, so getting stuff was cool, but now that I have stuff, yeah. I'm like... I want so, to explore emotional. Now I want a great retirement plan. Yes, yeah. or I, I want. I want to actually like interact with things because I have stuff. Stuff, right? Yeah. Yes. As a person, it, I don't need to fulfill that in my gaming. Yeah. I got stuff. So I think that the, <laughs> for me, as he as he's talking about this, it was move the characters along almost equal with the people playing them. Right, like, like have that advancement going on so they can go through the emotional backstory and stuff like that. What Stu was talking about with the Force Awakens stuff, but the interesting thing is, and, and I think it caught me. The Force Awakens kind of kind of clicked in this is have something similar to what they experienced as the new as the original characters as the older characters. And build upon that as a foundation, so it's something familiar, like episode um, seven was to, to episode four, four right. right? It was that foundational experience that you can then build on, because we know episode eight is not going to be a rehash of Empire. And that's what Stu did right? with the exactly. game. Yeah. We, we, we already played the offspring of yes. the other Inukai characters. Yeah, it's not only it's not only playing the offspring, but having if if you if you decide to go with the same characters that are advanced in age world, and in the same world, and history's advanced. Have them experience one of the same problems they've um, already addressed. Maybe maybe you started the campaign with a dragon, you know, attacked a small village and the party stumbled upon it. Exactly. And they maybe now you know. You just heard word that a dragon has attacked the same village again. Yes, you know exactly, and, like, and then but things change from there, right? And it and it spirals out, right? But it's almost you, but your characters setting. are still the same people who are the people who would pick up their swords and put on their armor and go out and help the village that just got attacked by a dragon because they're the same. And they're they they've got the same motivations, but maybe they're older, maybe they're, they're wiser, wisen, yeah, maybe they're a little bit. I more. always feel as a player, I always feel a little cheated if you advance the timeline too far ahead. I'm like a year of stuff has happened and I didn't get to participate. What what? Well, I that's don't... where that's where you do get to participate. It might not it's be like, rolling I just dice. Get stuff. It might be it might be through the narrative. It might be through a one-on-one conversation maybe with the a, GM. Maybe it's a series yeah. of emails between players saying, "Okay, I'm going to advance the story a year. What kind of things are you Going to be doing during that time, and then I'm going to advance the story five years, and then I'm, and, but, and but, you but build upon like, it. But I feel like I'm missing out on the actual discovery of those things. It's like you're just telling me what happens, and I'm like, even if it's a two way conversation, what if, yeah, what if it's yeah. you tell me what happened? Well, yeah, but I'm still I'm like, but I but yeah. if I'm gaming, stuff happens and it's accidental and it's a surprise to all of us. 
if I'm you roll if once. I'm telling you what it is I want to have happen and you agree on it, I'm like, no, now we're just. Well, see the, the way okay. I the way All I kind of right. the way I kind of look at it is. Life is only interesting for certain periods of time. <laughs> right? Like when you're alive. Wow, man, that's depressing. <laughs> no, wow. but I mean... No, Anybody got another drink? <laughs> life is novel-worthy. Okay. During certain parts of your life. The whole thing is not worthy of a novel. Oh, my inner monologue is amazing. Right? I don't know what you're talking right? about. Right, your sex drought during college is not novel-worthy. That was a choice. Okay. That was, that was, that was a religious I'm not specifically talking about you. experimenting. Okay, you can't hold that against me. It was college. But, 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 I, but what, I'm, what I'm saying is, I mean, look at the Dresden file, Files novels. You know, there's a novel, and then... And there's a time you, passes. You know that, that like yeah. a year or so has passed before the next book, right? Yeah. And then, because, well, all he, what did he do during that time? He had a bunch of boring cases, and he went to the bathroom yeah, a lot. Yeah, but I hate that. I hate, I hate that, like... Not every... You want everything to be like 24, well, yeah. Every moment is. Well, ah, I got him to die. I got to no, run. No, no. <laughs> because because what happens when you role play is stuff stuff happens that you would never choose to do on your own. If I if I, if, if I was playing handicap, I was like, yeah. So I get the brewery and I win and I get a lot of money and I retire. I, I, when you're role playing, stuff happens. Dice rolls go poorly. Decisions, <laughs> tactics are bad. People, so stuff happens that nobody plans. That. Informs those characters and builds those characters, as opposed to just saying a year happens. What is it you want to have happen? Well, but if they've if they've played for but a maybe, while, but maybe, I think they've built those characters. Yeah, but right. But and maybe then, a year passes and nothing has happened. I, that's kind of the what I've the crops grow for. and you harvest. Them. I feel like I'm cheated now. I'm like I feel like you I, feel cheated. Well, like like if if I went to sleep for a year and came up and woke back up, I'm like, hey, so what happened? It's like. Well, they had a nuclear war, and you missed it. Okay. Everything's better now. All right, let me challenge you. Let <laughs> I'm me, like, let well, me, I wanted to go no, through that. Let me challenge you on this. <laughs> All right. Traveler character creation. Okay, yes, I love that. And, and choices the are made that I never would do. same thing. But if I'm making traveler... If I'm making a traveler character, I'm rolling those dice and having that experience through that character creation. Instead of saying... Uh, I, I go to scouts, uh, I get this, and I get this, and I get this, and uh, we'll just skip over all the boring parts okay. about uh, connections. What if what if Jordan... Well, speaking of skipping over connections, none of you bastards have wanted to connect with no, me at all. No, no, no. Okay, no, but anyway. Yeah, you're, no, I know. No, no, no. But, but if, what if Jordan... What if Jordan integrated something along those lines within, within Traveler character creation where he says, okay, roll a couple dice... Here's a couple of options of what you have that'll happen during this decade, during this five years. Would that appease your sense of adventure? No. Look what happened to the last time we all gamed. We okay. all almost died. Yes. Dramatically. Awesome. I would never pick that out okay. of those list of things that you would give me. Okay. Le- okay. Le- le- and that is a le- much more interesting journey than what I can Even tell you. Even if it's a randomizer. The, the next game session okay. is going to take place two days. Two days. Dramatically appropriate. Two time. days after that, those events. Uh huh. Are you sh- are you going to feel robbed that you didn't get to decide what you did precisely during those two days? No, not two days. I'm, I'm, it, two but years. It's a, two, no, but two years all of the follow up that days. you could do during those two days to hunt down leads on. No, because well, I'll be in a back to tank. And <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fine. Well, and the first one had had a a month or a couple months apart. Did you feel it was weeks? I think it was weeks. Oh, okay. But yeah, there, got, there, there was a stretch of time. Yeah. yeah, 
Maybe it was. And, and I'm, I, I don't want to, like, I'm not, I don't well, mean to attack you. No, no, you're stuff. right. It was you, months, because it was are, after you, the election. You're yeah. Right. You, you, guys are, you guys have a, a point you're trying to make, and, and now, you're, now you're nailing me down on it. What is the specific time frame when it becomes a cheat to you? So it's right? not months, and it's not days. But I'm curious. <laughs> well, anything more than, I'm going to say, six months. Okay. And it's kind of an arbitrary thing. I have to really sort of think about fair. it. That's fair. But again. So in the vampire game, you feel cheated because that was a year? A bit. Yes. But that's okay. What is it you wanted to do during that year? I don't know. <laughs> that's the point. He wasn't given enough options. I, I, no one was given any considering options. Considering how right. badly I play, all kinds of shit could have happened in that year. <laughs> I could, it. You have no idea how much experience I could have gotten by fumbling through life. It's roll a bad dice roll rolls. a d10 those, if you get a zero and no, you survive the last year. No, that's not the point. That's not my <laughs> you've, just, you've just boiled my entire bad dice rolling down to one rile? Really? <laughs> You're cheating everybody. <laughs> I think it's amazing. That's way more, way more fumbles that we would miss. That's right. <laughs> think about it. Uh, All right. So then, so then what's uh, your solution? Civil Savage... Uh, I, eight, I'm eight, I'm missing, you're missing the journey of the character. Civil Savage okay. says, I see Stork's point. It's the difference between reading a novel and reading the summary on the back cover. Yeah, that's Similar? kind of it. Okay. All right. It's kind of like, a, now I get the, the Cliff's Notes of the journey I'm supposed okay. to be... And, and the thing All is, right. when you role play... Shit just goes sideways all oh, the time yeah. that you can never ever predict. Oh, sure. That's that's the interesting stuff to me. Is that is is how to recover from the te- almost TPK. Yes. The the oh my god, we now we're friends with werewolves. Oh my god, you've met a witch. That's the stuff you cannot conceive in a die roll of one d ten or a year has happened. What's happened? No, or the crops grow. That that's not. Role did playing. you ever read the Dragonlance novels? Yeah, I did. It is, though. I did. Okay. It, it, I know, it, it I is. know, but that's not why I want to play a role-playing game. But, that's fair. I want, to, but, I want to see the arc of my if, character. If, if, there's, if there's an interesting plot point that the GM is going to bring up, and it's not going to happen for four months, and there's a really concrete reason why it can't happen for four months, do you really want to play out four months no, when nothing what happens? No, what I want to have happen is... I, I, we start the game, and you want to have a bunch of filler adventures. No, I, what, what, what I want to say is, uh, <laughs> okay, well, here's a bunch of random encounters I've rolled up. I got you some bullywugs you can no, fight. See, now, you're, <laughs> now, you're, now, you're, now you're defensive. <laughs> you're no, all, I you're don't, getting I, hurt. I, no, I'm not. But I think, it, uh, and, and this is, I don't play very often. But if, if someone said, I want, you know, you got to a point, and you're not left with a cliffhanger. Right, because that's a dick move. Right, but if you're not left with a cliffhanger, and you've wrapped up an arc, I don't see anything wrong with saying, "Okay, months have passed. You want to spend your experience or figure out what you were doing or studying during that time. Go ahead and do that." But nothing eventful happens during that time, and then this thing happens. You better, give, you better maybe, give me 500 experience points because you know how much fucked up shit I can get into in those two months. Sure. So- Okay, I, now you're just being a munchkin. <laughs> that's that's the way I define Stork in my head as a munchkin. Yeah, clearly. a munchkin who doesn't know the rules I, and doesn't like to roll dice. <laughs> no, you know I don't like to roll dice. Know, they yeah. are not my friend. And it makes you laugh every time you do. I think I think it's interesting to take the idea of a character, and you're on the upswing as like a you know like late teens, early twenties. You know you're in your sure. you're in your prime and stuff like that, right? And then you advance it all the way to the end, and you're looking on your downswing to make that last great impact on the world. Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, right? And so that, that middle point no, is I, when you're raising kids. I and understand you're, what you're you know, trying to say. I, yeah. I totally get that. but Not your deal. But I'm, I want to take that journey with that character. I actually okay. want the day-by-day, month-by-month. But that's never going to happen. 
You're never going to run a game where you have a character who is 20 if you're playing day by day. I, you're never going to run a game with the length that you can actually get to the point where you're in your 40s or 50s and you're actually on that decline. It, it does kind of happen. People do have those long-running games, but I, I know what you're saying. It's unrealistic. It's an unre- it is it, those, are the, it's the those are the exceptions rather than yeah. the rules. But my... My joy out of role playing is 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 all of the random shit that happens in that arc oh, of that character. Yes, I, no, I get yes. you, and I, get I do you. feel as, that just if by there saying, was a table you could roll on, uh, even <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't, I being put on the spot, I can't come up with okay. a solution right now. Right. But it, but I do feel that there is, I think everybody's being cheated because you're not allowing all the random shit that happens during role play to happen. If you're just no, but what you're say, what but, you're saying as a narrator, you're saying. Over this next X number of months or years, nothing eventful happens. Exactly. Nothing that is experience worthy happens. I yeah. Yeah. It, but and it's kind of a cop out. But even in with, uh, well, even, I need to advance the story a year, so nothing happens. You guys are all fine. And uh, here we go. Even even in even in the lives of real life heroes, I, 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 they have times when nothing there's no opportunity to be I know, heroic. I, I get it. I I know. You know. I I mean, uh, fucking Beowulf had spent like you know ten years waiting around until, the his, language. Yeah, right, until his mother came back yeah. or whatever. No, that was thirteen four years. But but still, <laughs> same thing. Eaters of the dead. But I, right. I get that. But and, and and I'm reading the epic going. Well, what the fuck? You know, feel to, to no, sat goddamn, around that kid. Goddamn Bronte sisters describing the curtains for three fucking pages. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Fuck that. Well, I mean, and, and look, look at the Star Wars movies. I, I'm the Star I, Wars movies during some of those. Wipes. I understand. Months there's a, pass. I but understand. We no idea. But we don't know. Yeah. Well, I understand. There's a precedent. I, I get right. that. Let me let me ask this question, right? And, and it, like, I don't want to. This isn't attacking. This is just. Right. I'm trying to get into your psyche I'm a little bit. He's That's fair. Yeah. This is why <laughs> trying to be nice for once. This is why we all hate each other. So, um, you you've always talked about the old story, the old games that you played in Portland, where where the one Stormbringer. The, no, 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 the one where you played the sidekicks as opposed to the. The, the main heroes, right? The main heroes got... You know, you're mixing some games up, but that, maybe, okay. that was so a whatever. Your DC, you're, 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 you're superhero games. Your yeah, superhero games. Yeah. You're superhero games. Yeah. You're a different... Oh, no, you had, to, you had to stay in your secret identities. Yes. You had to stay in your secret identities. Right. Thank yeah. you. That's what it was. Thank you. You've changed as a role player since then and since now. Oh, sure, because I'm not a 15-year-old boy. Exactly. Yeah. If someone handed you that character again and said, pick it up from... We finished playing on a Tuesday, pick it up from a Wednesday, now we're going to run that campaign. Would that satisfy you as much as saying you have aged 15 years and you're now going to pick up that character? Now your character's a in little, a little early bit, 50s. A little bit more akin to where you are today. I want to pick it up where I left off because I want to develop the character or see what happens. Okay. I want that journey. Can't you do the, okay. can't you do the character development? In writing what happened yourself between between the, when they ended and when it started, I, I don't again? I don't want to go from young Han Solo to to old to Han old Han Solo in in one in like next game session. I don't okay. want that. But you got a okay. bunch of crappy want, novels that fill in that gap. They were great novels, but I want I want to read them. I don't want to just gag that handed. Here's see, old Han Solo. See, see, for me, <laughs> I don't care. I, I I look at it and it's like I don't need to know all of the shit that happened between between Han Solo but I also, and, and But Leia. I want to create that story. I, but I, I just just seeing how they react to to seeing each other for the first time tells me, yeah, they went through some shit. 
I don't need to know specifically what okay. the. Sh- I don't need all the dirty. I got details. my answer. I'm happy. I'm, right. I'm, I'm satisfied. I, hate, I hated that movie. It's so Happy Days. Reunion. No, you don't hate. Don't hate that movie. It's a Happy Days reunion. You shut your mouth hole. Totally. Like, um, so the Jordan meets up. No, no, it was a Jordan. It, it was a. It was a handoff. It was a handoff to the. Ne- That's the next exactly what it was. It was resetting yeah. the foundation for the new generation and moving forward. So Jordan right. and I've heard great things about Rogue One, which I see tomorrow. I've, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. it. I heard it's um, kind of dark. I got. It is a little. Um, which I'm so excited about. No, let's not talk about no, this now. No, but uh, Dave, Dave mentioned it, it because I actually fell asleep through part of it because I was on a like a 20-hour day when I saw it. And so I enjoyed it. I cannot I'm wait to re- go see the full and, thing. And finish it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Jordan... Thank you for your email. You've got a couple of different options. Yeah, um, I guess. So I, I hope that helped. And, and and once you figure out what you want to do, let us know. And it'd be interesting to keep to keep the narrative of the game, whatever you decide going on. The I would like to know what he does and how the players respond to that. And and but how the players respond to it over time. Like yeah. I want to keep hearing about it on the forum. Yeah. A little inside yeah. baseball. Uh, what makes the podcast interesting is when we have differing opinions. Because yes. for a while, Stu and I agreed on everything. It was like, yeah, that's great. Right, right. Although I, next I question. Think, but one thing that we, I think we do agree on is trying to recapture the magic Don't that you had. Yeah, you you're can't. not going to do going it. To. You can't you're step in the saber every twice. You have to you need new magic. You create new magic. I love that idea. Uh, again, your, your quote, uh, you're the ones that made those times and you can bring them back. Right. And, it's, and it's not... Recreating it, it's start, it's starting yes. a whole yeah. new. And and apparently, what we learned from earlier in the podcast, it means dedication to creating your NPCs <laughs> in a much deeper level, because someone else has <laughs> mailed it in on all the other campaigns. Is what I've heard. So. Wow. So self reference. I don't know if I, if I mailed mailed it in. I don't know if I mailed it in. Well, it's two different campaigns because one, oh, no. one. No, no, there's was been like six plan. campaigns since. Yeah, then. I, it's, and it's hard to say. To be fair, Stu has got a lot of games that he's yeah, well, run. And back then, I was running. None of us has stepped up. So, back then you know. in L five R. Back then L five R, I was running one game. Yeah, cool. One game. All right, you're the one that wanted a podcast. <laughs> I actually, I actually have a great idea for. Well, it's not always a great idea. I have an idea for a game, but do I, it. I, it's all I can do, do to it. make the podcast. I cannot run a game right you're now. You're working crazy. Though. It's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. I I've, it, the reason I haven't been on the podcast is my life exploded with work. It's, it's all fine. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I just, having work is I just better than not having work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just don't have the only thing worse than you actually being have a talked job. about is not being talked. You about. actually have a job where you can like you know when you're going to yes. end, and, and, and I don't have that. I would. I would Thank <laughs> God. There, there are times that I would kill for a nine to five. Yeah, you have the same problem. It's like you're you're. Irregularly well, not because yes. of choice, but because lack of, of fiber. Yeah. yeah, lack of fiber. Oh, Metamucil, Metamucil, sugar-free version, so it doesn't you know affect your blood yeah. sugar. That's right. It's good. No, that's a good fiber The first, the first time you use it, though, look out. Turn on the fan in the bathroom. Let me tell you that. <laughs> or, or, or don't leave the house. <laughs> that that is a good tip. There's also a tip for reinforcing PC strengths from Curtin Presto. You really should be a newscaster. That was such a great handoff. That was such. A, <laughs> speaking of tips, yes. Uh, is it my turn? Sure. Yeah, with the the Hello. Like that, you should take it. Hello, douchebag pipers. is the only one I've ever heard live on a bagpipe. That's all that they It's <laughs> the Scottish National Anthem. That's right. I, mean, I need a mother lover. No, not my brother mother. I need a sheep to keep me warm through the night. All of you from Scotland. 
try wearing pants. Um, hello, stupid. Stop bag. being so cheap. Hello, <laughs> douchebag pipers. <laughs> Kurt Potts from Fresno here. I had some feedback for a GM recently that I'm trying to implement in my games. I had some feedback for a GM recently that I'm trying to implement in my games and thought it might make a good tip <laughs> of the week. Oh, you did it? I played it. There it is. I know. All right. I, and people hate that sound, apparently. Well, it makes the milk drop. <laughs> I was going to say, it makes the milk drop. That's right. <laughs> We're all parents. We all, we all had to live through that uh, one. Or gamers with moobs. Yeah. Or <laughs> your, <laughs> makes your balls shrivel up. Uh, when a character is supposed to be really good at something, place situations and NPCs along the way to showcase their strengths. Okay. Okay? Yeah. As an example... If a PC is playing with the face character, make sure that there are plenty of average folk with them to bowl over with their cunning linguistics. <laughs> nice. I see. I, I like what you did there. Thespians yep. really enjoy cunning linguistics. Yeah. Uh, the that way it's interesting or worrisome when the if whoa that way it is interesting or worrisome when they fail and not just another in a long line of bad die rolls. See, I'm a big fan of of. The Oxford comma, and this would have helped a lot yeah. in these sentences. So, so basically, wait, what? And that way, comma, it is interesting or worrisome. That's when, that, comma when they that fail is not applicable. and not just a long line. Of that is not that is not applicable to the Oxford comma. All right, the Oxford comma is, is in series, and if you write a good sentence, you don't need one. I heart the Oxford comma. No, yeah. you write poor sentences then. And amazing press releases. Um, <laughs> if you are accustomed to success, failure. If you're accustomed to success, comma, failure becomes intriguing. See. So, 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 sorry, Kurt, I've, I've had a fair amount of wine. By the way, President... That's an introductory phrase with a comma after it is fine. There's yes. no problem with that comma. It's not an Oxford comma. I, I accept not. that, yes, but there should have been a comma there. Kurt, I understand not necessarily. you're in Fresno. Not, that's very um, good. You're a Luddite. Learn, know you. No. Okay. No, um, the new way is, is introductory phrases don't need a comma. When I was in college, it was if it was five words or less was the general guideline. So, when I was taught how to do public speaking, I would write in commas. Absolutely, I would do yes. a pause. Yes. yes, yes. And if you're Christopher Walken, you take out all the commas. That's right. And, and you, you put, put them, them somewhere else. randomly. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> you put them in the middle of words. Custom. <laughs> Custom. Yeah. Success. Yeah, like in the middle of words. So, yeah. so basically, success. That way, it is interesting or worrisome when they fail. And not just another long line of stork rolls. Actually putting a comma, there would be a comma splice. Is that like hacking? No, a comma splice is like, that is one sentence, and you'd be putting a comma in the middle of the sentence. Okay. I'm fine with that. No. No, it's a pause. All right. Um, So what's Kurt saying is that that you've you've bowled over all the average folk, and when you meet up somebody of equal or greater power... Suddenly you have to pick up the die, that's significant. It's like the, oh, shit... Time. Right. Like, I, this is serious. I business. like that a lot. Yeah. I like that a lot. Because yeah. now you're, you're making your character, you're establishing him as, as a face character. He can get his way with, you know, the average folk. Yeah. Talk his way into, like, buying the average or whatever. The average bar wench yeah. picks him up no problem. Yeah. When right. when someone resists it, it's like, ooh. Oh, oh. Ooh. Who is she? Like, right. what's, or he? Right. Who, what's going on? Right. You know? Yeah. Totally cool. Yep. Or, or you go along telling all the, you know, getting people to do what you want them to do all along, and then you meet the bar wench, and suddenly, no, you have to pick like, up the no, dice. No, and yeah. she and slaps. And it's like, oh, I like her. Yeah. Yeah. Or, so, yeah, or suddenly now it's like, uh, I think you're going to have to roll some dice. Like, oh, shit. Oh. Right. Yeah. yeah. I like at, that. At idea. which point, Stark would say, no, I'm okay. I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. No, it's okay. I'm not going to do that. You guys want to talk to her? You got it. 
I'm not suggesting that everything should be handed to the players. Comma. But if the stakes are low or non-existent, why not let them succeed to reinforce their narrative? Now, he and did put that comma in. He though. did. He absolutely did. I, that's why Because I said you it. have two distinct sentences with a conjunction. That's correct. Conjunction function. What's your function? That's right. Conjunction, if, junction, junction. Words that's right. and phrases and clauses. If they are the best <laughs> bard in three counties, don't make them role perform to impress a commoner who loves music. Exactly. Try to have I a love few like NPCs in your back yep. pocket for each time they roll into town. That yep. then, when someone isn't impressed, they'll wonder why. And why so this, dice roll when you know dice need? You don't want to roll. Testify, Kurt this, this is, Testify. This is actually mm-hmm. something that you guys have said for a long time: is that the rolls have to matter. Yeah, the rolls yeah. should matter, not it, have to. The rolls should matter. In any in any situation where you are going to make someone roll to see if they can do something or not, you should have an a clear idea of what is going to happen, whether they succeed or not. The biggest mistake, and I do it myself, and I think almost everyone does, is the perception roll. Yes. Mm. Everyone make a perception roll. <clears throat> oh shit, no one got it. It's, it's, and, and okay, it's, well, you only missed it by two. And I do it So all, here's what you see. I do it all the time, too. It's a stalling technique while you think of something else to do. Right. Yes. It really truly is. It's, it's like, and it's almost a reflex. Uh, make a perception roll. And you're like, and I find myself doing it, too. Everybody right. make a perception roll. And they do, dutifully. We all go, oh, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, why? Why? Just tell me what <laughs> well, happened. So, so, so what I, so I, during that traveler campaign, yes. I, during that tra- I did that a very lot. same thing. Yes, I did. And and what I started doing because I was catching myself going, shoot, I shouldn't have done that, I shouldn't have done that. But what I started doing is if they missed it, I would advance the clock a little bit. Okay. Right. Like I like that was the oh, okay. You had a chance for that way out, to, or you had right. a chance for that miss. <coughs> okay. Yeah, then the, the only other, something else goes along. The other possibility is everyone make a perception roll. Oh, no one made it. Okay, everyone roll initiative. First to see who goes first after the first turn. And, and the, yeah. only, the only reason yeah. the only reason I've justified it now is I I have them all make a perception roll, and whoever was highest is the one I tell that information to. Okay. Oh, you notice that's a that good. This but do you do it like in private? Do you give it to them? Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on the situation, but for the most part, it's usually just out loud. Right. I just I just want to know who to tell it to instead of you right. all see. Right. Uh, somebody blah, blah, blah. roll perception. <laughs> you see now. Right. Now now as a as a GM and knowing. Right. Um, Knowing the different personalities and stuff like that, would you ever tailor a perception to that character's personality? So, for instance, if you have Bruce in the game, who you know is very self-centered and very traditionally uses, uh, like, is looking for loot or something along those lines, would you ever tailor something specific on that front? No, I want I want the clue to be all encompassing. Especially, okay. especially, I don't want to just give it to Bruce; he'll hide it. Well, that's yeah. That's I, yeah. what I really but, want well, to do. Is, but, I mean, and again, that's why I want that randomizer. I want to see. I think, I think would you three, look it through their curtain? I think what he's talking about is uh, different char- types. Different characters might perceive be more likely to perceive certain things. Yes, so different so, aspects. I, 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 I might, if I might, someone I playing might a lean thief, it more towards a ranger or the right. bard. If it's like, oh, okay. you're out of the wilderness, so, you notice a broken twig. Something about yeah. the lichen on the trees. Yes, I, I, yeah. I might, I might lean it that way. But it's still the way I've justified it in my head. It may or may not be right. Is I make them all roll, and then I, I, I that way I can say to specific people. To my mind, it's fair. You, you, and you notice that this twig is broken. The rest of you guys roll twos. Come on. Yeah, y- yeah. It's not my you, fault you didn't. The notice. sky now, is now, beautiful. Let me ask you this. Now it's up to the players to say if they want to tell the other people that didn't notice what it is. And, and it's a little bit of tension, but I still gave them the information. And the only way, fair way, I could figure it out was they succeeded in a roll, a randomizer. Yes. Okay. Uh, go ahead. I'm the, sorry. The, if you're using it as a stalling technique, which I, I totally get, I, I would almost suggest to everyone make a perception roll. 
and you're thinking of what you're what it is you're going to do mm-hmm. next or during this time. Okay, tell me how much you made it or missed it by. Okay, everyone missed it. Okay, all right. So let's we're going on to the and then you continue down the road and just ignore the fact that you just asked them. For yeah, a role. No, now everybody's like exactly. Now yeah. we're all exactly. fucked up. Now there's yeah. now there's tension. Maybe yeah. there needs to be. Maybe not. That's cool. But now you none of us have ever done. Have you ever done that? I've never done that. It's bullywugs, Pat. I have. I, I, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure. That's I have. a great way to do I'm it. Sure in I have. Call it if not, I'll retrocon. I'm no, doing I think it now. 100. I, I think yeah. I, I think I've asked for perception rolls and no one got one. And whatever, but usually I have something in mind. Yeah. It's like okay, well, you guys don't notice something is happening. Yeah. I'm more often than not if it's a clue that they need to have happen, I just tell them. But That's, again, I it, I just yeah. I need a fair way to tell all of them. Or, and if some of them miss it, because some people will, some people are just doing other stuff. I mean, oftentimes uh, it's a task that they that they can definitely do, yeah. but I have them roll dice anyway because sometimes if you get if you fail, it's like I'm going to jump <coughs> over the creek. All right, roll dice. Yeah. Well, why? It's only feet. Because if you fail, you're going to fall into that creek. I That's just right. I just want to see that you know. Because right. again, it's that journey. Stuff happens. Yes. If they fall in the creek and they they wash down and, and shit's going to get wet. Well, maybe your rations are going to get ruined. Right. Or, right. All kinds right. of stuff can Chasing. happen just from a bad dice roll. Lord knows I know that. But I sometimes just ask for that, and I'm like, "Why? Why are you bogging me down with this roll? Because if you fail or succeed critically, there, there right. stuff could happen." Yes, yeah, and it's the same thing with the perception rolls for me. They for might the get part. a leech down there. Anything. There's a thing that swims up your d hole, and I, and I think that uh, that I think that's important, and also it gives all the players a chance to to be you know even the dumbest guy you know who has who has I don't mean dumbest guy the guy that has the the lowest intelligence on the character sheet rolls a twelve because I notice yeah (coughs) everyone's like holy crap like if you just notice something we're not gonna believe it right yeah which and and that's something that would never have happened otherwise yeah anyway I agree well. Hope that's helpful. Kurt Potts from Fresno. Thank P- you, Kurt. Thank you, Kurt. P.S. I was recently confused for Kurt Hanna. I'm sorry. In a JackerCon game, so I figured I should start writing in more often <laughs> for brand recognition and all that. You, you know, Kurt, you have been confused with Kurt Hanna a lot. I've done it myself. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, wow. A, yeah. Really? I, well... They spell their name the same, Kurt. I'm bad with names. I would be, I would be I'm bad with names about, in real life. What I would be insulted if I was either of them. Let alone, let alone yeah, I know. NPCs. <laughs> yeah. Like, Kurt's just suck. Um, P.S. There can be only one. There can be only one. Um, well, then you're going to have to murder the other one. P.P.P.S. The show is perfect. Don't change it. Drink! Aw, perfect. Got a little... Perfect? I don't know. Pretty darn good, I'd say. All right. It doesn't suck. How's that? <laughs> Thou shalt not suck. All right. Well, I hope that was good. I like that. Thank you, Kurt. All right. Uh, GM jamming for randos from Randy in Atlanta. Hello, Jackalopa Ding Dong. Jackalopa Ding Dong. Jackalope. I, like I wanted to ask what you thought about this thing on Facebook. I uh, it was fake news. I can't stand it, and Stork didn't see it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> there was. A young guy, college-aged, in a Facebook gaming group, asked the DM to run an online game for his group and specified a time less than a week away. What the hell? Does this sound like sound as insane to you as it did to me? Under what kind of conditions would you ever consider such a request? At first, I just wanted to know what he was thinking. But the more I thought about it, the more disrespectful the request sounded. 
I thought, maybe if I had a one-shot already prepared that I could just whip out, so to speak. But even then, it would take a couple of hours of my time to familiarize myself with the scenario. Absolutely. This guy was asking for hours of a stranger's time and effort. Are GMs that looked down upon that people think it's perfectly acceptable to just ask to volunteer your time, our time, on spec for the amusement of a couple strangers? Maybe if they fronted me a hundred bucks cash. Anyways, thanks for the all the thanks thanks. You are always inspirational. I can't wait for more GM briefings. Will there be any more? <clears throat> we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, speaking of cash, Toby in Atlanta. <laughs> so, so host wait. of the RPG Did you Logic. Write this yourself? R- real quick, no. real host, quick. Host of the RPG Logic podcast. P.S. Drink. Yes. GMing for randos from Randy in Atlanta. What did I do? Oh, Toby. Toby. Which I don't one know. Is he? I don't know. I would. I would go with Toby. Okay. Drink, preferably a hearty red, like a Ekinidu Ekni. And Kidu Umbaba or champagne. It's the thing to say. We Ubered, Umbaba is a, we Ubered back and forth from Dragon Con last summer. It was a great way to get to the con. I think I'm going to do that if, if I ever go to Orcon or, or uh, Gen, Con? Gen Con. Okay. Stay at a hotel on the other side of town and just Uber in. Yes. If, Ubering if, to there from here? <laughs> <laughs> Gen Con's in August, right? Yeah. Traditionally, we have a major event in early September for work. If that gets moved up to early August and I get done with it, I am 100% there with you. Oh, really? Okay. I don't know if I'm going to... I'm not sure. You, we're going to have to send you as our this might be the year. This next year be, might be the year. It would be awesome if we get like updates. <coughs> like if you, oh, yeah. if you give us like 10-minute clips of wandering oh, around like and doing stuff. Oh, like tweets and stuff like oh, that? Oh, totally. Oh, I would just check the just hell out of people. And now we cut to Rob. Rob you're on the floor and Jake Gold is a massive <laughs> there's geeks everywhere oh my god another fat look at there's Skechers everywhere I'm on the floor now everybody's wearing Skechers and moccasins I'll be back next week bye they're <laughs> falling on the ground like sacks all of wet cement all the humanity <laughs> all the huge humanity um I okay Toby, I'm sure you're not. Assuming guy. this was uh, like a sincere request, which I, I wonder if it was, because I, I am also taken aback by the fact that this may have been real. Mm. <coughs> Whoever this is who did this has never, obviously never put in the time to run a game. Hold on, I'm I'm going to take the opposite point of view. Okay, I think I think Toby's pretentious to think this way. Why? Because it's a guy at a gaming it's a guy at a gaming website a gaming group on Facebook that's like, hey. There's a lot of people out there that have a lot of stuff that they've been thinking about for a long time. We've got some people up that are ready to go in about a week because of time crunches and young and, you know, he assumes he's college age. So there's obviously very specific windows that you can do things in. Yeah. Does, spring break falls. I've got a week. Exactly. Does anybody have anything is it, was that it they're that, willing to do? Well, it's unclear. Starting to go in a week. So we're only getting one point of view here. Yeah. And so, like, I, I'm sure, like. Oh, oh, oh you're right. Okay. Yeah. So asked for ADM to run an online game for his group. Yeah. Okay. And right. so, so Toby, like Toby's coming obviously from one perspective, and and that's a fine. perspective where he probably has a job and he's not in college. Correct. Right. <laughs> um, but or also he he puts a lot of thought into his games and does you know sure like a, sure. there's a lot of investment involved, right? But if I'm on the player point of view and like, look, I've got five people ready to go. We, we're looking we're for an online game. It. Yeah, we're just Can someone for please anything. run us something right. Absolutely, and be like, look, we've we, we're all ready to go in about a week because of life and whatever else. Is there anybody out there? We'll take whatever we can get. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
It doesn't bother me as much. I did not get the whole. I thought it was a specific question to a specific GM. GM, yeah. And in be that like, case, that's a huge ask. Be like, hey, Stu, I have off in a week. I want you to run Inokai Part 2. Ready? Go. Like, that's a dick move. Sure. Well, it's, it's just not going to happen. Why not? Because I would never put you in an Inokai game. <laughs> that's fair point. All right. No, so no, you no, made no, it. No. Yeah, that's excellent. It was yeah. very well done. It was very well played out. Because I was thinking much more like, like I want to be in a swingers group, and now I have to, I have to pay and have the party and invite all these people over and pay them. i got to buy a freaking fishbowl. Fuck this yeah, shit. Exactly. No, no. Now I'm pissed off. Right, I just want to. I just want to swing, and I just you know. So I'm yeah. saying, hey, uh, this is my availability. Yeah, is there anybody out there? Right, right, <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. You have a choice. Me or Tim gets in an Kai game. I don't know. I don't. Ha- <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. You can probably make it on time. Oh, oh! Here's the thing. I would let the players who who played in the original games. Have first crack, yes, or, or a first right of refusal. Would you ever let them vote on to see who they let in? I, nah. I, I usually ask. I usually ask players okay. before I bring someone in. I, yeah, I'm just curious how the dynamic. I mean, usually, I mean, there's some people I don't think I would have to, but I, I mean, so. norm, but n- most of the time, I think I would ask. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Stork, Kimmy, obviously Tyler's lives up north. Gone. Now, Stork, He's dead to us. Right. Stork, yeah. Kimmy, and Dave. and Dave would have. Uh, absolute right of first refusal, hundred percent. And th- but after that, I don't think I would run want to run a L five R game with more than five. Yeah, and I get it. There may be people that Dave wouldn't want to play with. I mean, certainly yeah. there's people from your group who's like, no, I I don't. I'm not going to name names. Oh, he hates all of you. And and yeah, and there's <laughs> and there's. Uh, and there's people. It's mutual. And there's people I wouldn't want to play with as well. I'm mean, like, if, if Stu brought up, I'm like, and it's no. also. I mean, the other thing you have to think of is, would this person? How would this person play in an L5R game? Right. Different yeah. than. Yeah. I mean, and, the, and and I have to say, have none of us have it have it, having played it before. Uh, read through it. I took it real seriously. I yes. mean, I, I read the book and I tried to uh, approach the setting with respect because it's there's a lot of people out there who absolutely love that game, and I understand why. And it's sacrosanct. It is, yeah. and and I totally understand why they feel that way about it. And so, I would want someone who's going to come into it with this, if not the. I respect the system. At least have enough respect to say I don't understand the setting. And I want to, yes. as opposed to no, I'm going to play the same kind of dwarven paladin I always play, or whatever. Yeah, <clears throat> the Inukai game was a really unique thing. Remember, none of us made our own characters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it was but, all pre-gen. Stu, Stu, gave us, Stu gave us these characters, and we just and he he kept asking, "You guys want to? No, no, let's see where this takes us." Yeah, fully expecting that we were going to die. I think even Stu was like, "You guys are going to die in like you know four hours." Yeah, gonna, yeah. and we <clears> didn't. Yeah, right. And, and then then things kept happening, and so. I mean, it took me a long time to figure out what I was going to do with Masashi, and I realized he's this stupid kid. He's he's looking up to these broken toys, <laughs> yeah. right? And got really bad advice for most of his, yeah, because he was he was like five years. He was following than the rest them, of them, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, anyway, that's that being said, and you yeah. also created a very tragic sort of and, epilogue for well, your character. Nobody else too. committed 
yeah. But it, but it, but it fit everyone. <laughs> I think Dave. Dave. Dave was the one Dave character. Dave died nicely. Dave had, had like his family surrounded him as yeah. he passed away, and nothing terrible happened. Everyone else was kind of tragic. Well, yeah, well, which is I mean, Masashi had to die. He but fucked he, up. You, you 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 go out and and watch five. Samurai movies. Well, yeah. yeah. And four of them are horrible tragedies. That's what yes. they end. They end that yeah. way. But, but yeah. the, the point being that we, that whole thing was a journey to discover from beginning to end because we yes. didn't create the characters. We didn't know the system. We didn't know how passionate people Everyone were. Everyone was learning together. All, we didn't know the background. We didn't know the magic. All of that stuff. And then there <clears> were big breaks and we were like, I, I don't remember what I have to roll to hit. But but all that being said, that that's a really unique thing. We but I think created every- traveler characters together. We've created D and D characters. Together. Correct. That's the first time that we were like, here you go, let's see what happens. And and I, and I and think that was because yeah. it was so different of a setting that any of us were uh-huh. used to that we all took it very seriously. We did. And I have to say, as a GM, it was one of the most rewarding games I've ever run. And I think the players had a lot of fun playing that game. It, it seemed like that from the outside. I think so too. I, I also it, it, it was hard. It's one of the hardest games you have to play Absolutely. because there's these rules you follow. There's also just the stranger and strange on. I'm like, well, here's what I do if I was a dwarven fighter, but I can't do that. Uh, oh wow. Okay, so if I do that, will my clan hate me? Hmm. Uh, so there's all these things you consider. There a lot were a lot of, of discussion. And we're like, of... all right, time out. If I do this, what are they? And you go, hmm. Let's look that up. Oh, yes. No, you can't do that. Your clan will disown you. All right. Guess I'll do something well, else. I mean, the whole, the whole point of the, of the seven tenant, tenants of Bushido is that they're going to come in conflict with each other. Well, yes. And you're going to have a situation where... You have to make those choices. Honor and bravery... To, 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 to honor one above the other... Yeah. ...is going to... Cause yes. the uh, cause a problem with, with and, that, the other, and that's the right? it, the intersect of those things is where the winning takes place and that's what's interesting and that's the magic of that system yeah. is that that having those deeply conflicted characters and it's baked right into who they are mm-hmm. yeah assuming you're playing samurai and I think the interesting thing is like Nakoma could have could have valued bravery over honor. Whereas Masashi would flip it, sure, and they would look at each other differently because of that. Well, see, that's that's kind of where the clan. If you were to play a multi-clan game, that's, that's kind of where, where comes that comes in, in. Okay, because you have like the Crab Clan, which are those are the people who defend the wall from the shadow. Yeah. they have their own agenda. Yep, and they are and the Crab Crab, it's duty. Yep, hundred percent. Right. Yeah, they try to follow all the rest of them as well, but duty but, supersedes. Uh, that that is the clan of duty. You know, whereas with Lion, it might be honor. Yeah. It, with Crane, it might be sincerity. Or who knows? Yeah. And with uh, Scorpion, did Scorpion is a, Scorpion's a weird clan. Yeah. Because there's different ways you can look at Scorpion, and the way that I've looked at it was... For, and I think it is in the basic book. There, Scorpion is the, are the villains. Yeah. Right? But there is sort of like a... They're kind of wild cards. There's kind of a theory in the, and I don't remember if I read it in the in the original book or if I read it in one of the clan books, but there's a theory that the Scorpion are the villains by choice that Rokugan needs yeah. in order to, to keep everybody to, to else stay together. unified. They're yeah, the whipping sorry. boys, under the, and they and they literally do what they do out of duty, right? To, 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 to maintain. 
the cohesion, cohesion of yeah. the of the Emerald Empire. That's interesting. They take the sins of everybody else, so everybody else can kind can, of yeah can be the under. They're the whipping boys that's for the rest of the Samurai. And that's a fascinating way. Oh to, my god, to, totally to play them, yeah. Which makes sense in a way because that makes them more samurai. dutiful than the clan than the crab clan. Because yeah. otherwise, yeah. otherwise, all that nasty shit they're doing. How do you justify them being a samurai? Right? Do you yeah. need to have a code that they're following that still gives them honor at the end of the day? And they can't tell anybody because then then that weakens right. their position. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And again, this is why this system is so interesting. Is because you're always, you know, trying, trying to play a paladin, yeah. trying to find that through line, trying to find, <coughs> justify your your actions. It's mm, it's hard to play, and it's it's rewarding when you can navigate your way through that. Yeah. Um, but and that really, I think that would be the choice of the person playing the scorpion, because you know, well, that may be the overall truth of what the scorpion clan is about. But if you're on the lower levels of the Hierarchy you in the Scorpion. You may not know that. Well, I also contend that it takes a really good GM to pull off an L5R game. You're really good at politics. You're really good at uh, uh, seeing all sides of an issue, and you love that. I mean, you're being the journalist yeah. major that you are, and it really plays into L5R because you're dealing with all these clans and strata and class problems, social problems, um, and you love to play that. And you're, you're you're really good at looking at at a conflict and or a situation and applying these these complications to it because that's your training. I don't think everybody's that good. I think a lot of people end up playing their their samurai superheroes. Maybe right. They all, all end up as sort of these wire foo okay. movies, right? Well, there is. I mean, <coughs> there's an element to that. You but could I, you could have an L five R game easily have an L five R game that is an, a, a complete analog to uh, the Seven Samurai. You could, yeah. which is totally not that kind no, of a game. No, that's a. Uh, well, was it the, uh, the original or was uh, the Magnificent Seven the original? I don't remember. Seven uh, Samurai. Seven was, Samurai was, Samurai was, was the original. Yeah. Okay, <coughs> but that Kurosawa of, bitch. Oh, okay. Well, Kur- Kurosawa also did Ron, which is what King Lear. Yeah. So he he's, he he did steal. Yeah. He stole. To be fair, it was like his last movie. But all right, go ahead. I loved Ron. I know. I'm not saying it was bad. It's just. He was like that. thing was the last thing he did. I think I could be wrong. Well, I, 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 I'm more often. There's nothing wrong with going out and doing Shakespeare, right? Anyway, the, I mean, you can have that kind of a story, and there's no politics in it whatsoever. It's just a, a little, a, a short little action story, mm-hmm. and I, and and that would be a purely a satisfying campaign. game, yeah. sure. Yeah. But you're not playing the clans off each other, really. No. I mean, no. In yeah. a case like that, you're not. And and your gift is that you are really good at seeing what could happen at court and how that could complicate your box of hammers who are not very good at courting stuff. Sure. As well as the fact that now you have to make a decision about whether you're going to save the peasant or kill him because he dishonored you. And all of that, all in one game session. Oh, yeah. It, it, you're really good at seeing that. I don't think everybody does that. They, they play one note or two notes because that's all they know how to do. Um I've said about vampire. You can play vampire as a soap opera, like Dark Shadows or yeah. or anything, where it's all you know emotions and interplanned discipline. Or you can play them as superheroes, and uh, both of them are viable. I mean, uh, as as I've said, um, um, Underworld is just as valid a, a yes. vampire story as as uh, True Blood. Yeah. Right? Right, but yeah. they're both radically different, but they're both vampires, and they both actually work well within that system. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people play L five R with all of those strata and and layers that you, I like think you that, do. I, I think, think people attempt to most try people to, who want are. to are, but the people they get to play with them, right? Maybe not. And I'm not sure as a GM I could do what you were able to do with L five R. I'm not sure I have that 
capacity to juggle the court life and make that interesting to the samurai as well as bringing in somebody as cool as Ueda and make all of that work. I'm not sure I have that gift or that skill. I, well, I was, don't know. I'd have to see. It was, it's a lot of patience is what it is. Well, or no, it's more than that because you're able to look at a situation and see what you can. Oh, different aspects. Oh, you know of what? It. I can poke this. I can bring right. this person. I can bring the courtier into here. And aha! But I'm not sure I would see. Uh, well, those. I, I came to a realization. I spend a lot of time doing game prep when I'm not actually doing game prep. Oh, no, I know. Because I will think about stuff and I will go. Oh, what like, you, you've often said on the ride home, you're like, mm, yeah, mm, churn, right. churn, churn. That, I mean, that's what like, like the, the game right now that I, I'm most prepped for is the. Ashes of Exodus game. Mm-hmm. Really? I've got that. Well, the next session. Okay. I've got the next session. What, what, what's going to happen? Where you guys are going? January 5th. Right. That's the next one. I did not realize that, that I had a game before that. Because I have a... What do I play on the second? I have no idea. Vast Dominions I play on the second. Okay. Because I, I had said you that... You mean Pokemon the, Go? Yes. Wow. Except it's... No, it's not, it's, it's, not, a, it's not a dig. It kind of is. What? It's it's That's Sam. The, Sam has come up with the most interesting character ever, and everybody's, everybody's I, into it now. I thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah, but the um, well, that, that's the impetus that keeps the party. It's like. Okay, you need to go to this place and get this thing. Well, what interesting animal might be there? Right. Oh, it's this. Yeah. Oh, that gets the rest of the party exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, it, that is a it has in this game that has become the party unity mechanic. Part so, of unity mechanic. I like that. You know what? You need like them, that. though. And wasn't there a thing? It's like playing with assholes. You need a party unity mechanic. <laughs> that's right. That's. I think that's good. I've never. I've never heard it. I've I, never heard it spoken I, that I way. I don't think so either. I, I like think that. just come up with another one. It might be a T-shirt. Well done. All right. Well done. Let's call. All right. It. Well, thanks, Toby. I I see your point, but I think you're wrong. Wow. We've, we've done three hours of. Podcast. I know it's because Rob's here and he's very introspective and sober. No. No, you've, you've asked all these questions and brought up. You had Stu and I like arguing with each other. Wow, you're like a sorcerer. These troublemakers, what? Yeah, it is. <laughs> wrench, poster. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it because right. it's, it's uh, peace, eight. peace out. Or it's right. two, three over three hours now. That's good. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for Season 18, Episode 10 of Happy Jack's Overdue Podcast. My name is Stu. Stork! I'm Rob. Thank you very much. We'll see you at Orcon at President's Day weekend in February at the uh, LAX Hilton Hotel. The beautiful Paris Hilton Hotel. And we'll be there. And maybe you will, too. That's it. We'll see you next Friday, 8 p.m. Pacific Time. And it will be January, I believe, when we have our no. next episode. No, it will be no. the t- 30th. Yeah. The 30th, yes. Thank you very much. We'll leave the song. John had a thing that was long. My maid Mary had a thing that was hairy. My man John put his thing that was long into my maid Mary's thing that was hairy. Her thing that was hairy. 
her thing that was hairy. My man John put his thing that was long into my maid Mary's thing that was hairy. My maid Mary then started about till was stirring and stirring at length it came out. But then my man John thrust it in once again and knocked it most stoutly to make it remain, to make it remain. He knocked it most stoutly. He knocked it to make it remain, to make it remain. He knocked it most stoutly to make it remain. But John, with much knocking so wide in the hole, that his long thing slipped out still in spite of his soul, till wearied and vexed, and with knocking grown sore, cried a pox take the hole, for I'll knock it no more. A pox take the hole. Pox take the hole, till wearied and vexed, and with knocking grown sore, cried a pox take the hole, for I'll knock it no more. But my mate Mary's own stern is all about, and the sorry mate's staring at light of the game out, but then my man John's work is gone, and the knock takes most likely to make it remain, to make it 